My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. on the ropes this is me michael i'm joined with sean today and two special guests as our regular other two as they always just never want to turn up we've got rob brennan and marcus bean in the studio today so thanks very much for joining us today boys cheers mike right so i mean it's a big card this weekend is that is that the right term it is a big card it's a big, big card, card if you're from belfast from belfast you so like, yeah yeah you like half rampton it's a massive card yeah but i mean elsewhere i think elsewhere people are probably tuning to see fury Mm. Yeah, alright, so we'll say it's a big card. Frampton versus, I don't know the guy's name, Jackson, something Jackson. Come on. What's the name? From Australia. Is it Luke Jackson? Yeah, Luke. Luke 18 Jackson. and 0. And that's about it. This is one of those box wreck fights, isn't it, where you, you look for the unbeaten person in your your division. Well, it's a classic Frank Warren. He likes a, he likes to fly in an Aussie for some reason. He's, he's got a track record for flying Australians that are undefeated and pits them in, and then they lose. So, true, I mean, true to form. As Luke Jackson fought anyone, yeah. Well, some of the names I can't pronounce. <laughs> and um, no, he's not. No. His last fight was against a guy called uh, Tongmala. He stopped him in the second round. And now he's got an uh, interim world WBO heavyweight title shot. Good for him. WBO. Yeah. That's it. Warren Boxing Organization. There we go. <laughs> right, so we, we this is, you would imagine, a pretty straightforward fight for Frampton really yeah he should look good in this I mean the guy's come out and kind of been slagging off Frampton's weight for a while saying he's looking a bit fat and I think Frampton's taken that to heart a little bit so. I've seen him giving him a few digs about his, uh, his Jackson wasn't an Olympian for for Australia right and he said it's a lot harder to be an Olympian in, in Europe or in Ireland than it is to be where you are so okay. he doesn't really hold much water with him but yeah, I, I don't expect much. I expect, like you said, a bit of a... He's going to blow him out. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're building it. What, Warren, Josh Warren's over there in the commentary team alongside Deontay Wilder. That's going to be... In, I don't know how the camera is going to work <laughs> that one out. But um, he's got to look good and then I guess they're going to build towards the Warrington fight. I suppose that's the only real option for Frampton now in terms of mm. the big stage fights. Well, I don't know as much Frampton, but Frank Warren is now... Know, promoting him and he's mm. going to want to keep them belts in house so they'll make a lot of money out of it and then if he can get the Santa Cruz fight he'll want it but whether he can get it or not I don't know but he needs to look good then doesn't he he should look I mean, because if he doesn't look good against this course. guy like it doesn't really do much for that Warrington fight I don't think yeah it's his third fight now under Jamie Moore so you'd expect whatever they've been working on should be starting to really show yeah and um He's in his dream to fight Windsor Park. I'm sure it'll be close to a sellout. But like he's Frank Warren and tickets don't shift. Maybe not. It's always, there's about 500 tickets left. He always says that before from, every from single show. One. There might be a few competitions yeah. in uh, Belfast <laughs> this week. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, he's probably not got that many fights left, Frampton, really. No. I don't think he, he looks like the sort of fighter now. You see when you see his interviews and even when you see him building up to a fight, like he doesn't really want to have many more fights. He, is that that point in the career where he's had 
the Las Vegas fights he had yeah. the big career high paydays he's got a legacy as well to leave behind yeah know? definitely and, um, and he obviously trains in Manchester so he's got two kids that he doesn't see as often as he probably likes so I'd imagine mm. a few more paydays and and that's it he's He's, and you know also he has got that massive court case with McGuigan which is at some stage is going to surely take some sort of mental strain out you know um, so he's got all that going on in the background I always imagine those court cases as well it's a bit of a shit yourself because you know at some point you're either going to get a million quid or you're going to lose a million quid <laughs> yeah true <laughs> well he, building he, up to that his cases he's already lost that million quid so well yeah <laughs> <laughs> So if he wins the case, he's more likely to retire. He might have some legal costs on top of that as well. Then. Well, the thing is though, he'd probably be looking forward to ducking out of the city and getting to Manchester because that entire case that would be all anyone's talking about in the whole country is that McGuigan Frampton one, and one of them's never going to be able to show their face in that town again. Do you know what I mean? Like if McGuigan gets found out that he was taking his money, Mm. gone gone are the nice appearances at schools and cutting ribbons and stuff. Yeah. You know, despite what he did in the past, so. But uh, I don't know when that's taking place. But no, he's got he's he's made it that McGuigan's got to come and answer questions in a court in Belfast, which he didn't want to do. So, but I don't know, Marcus. You probably know more as a professional athlete. Um, if you had something like that going on in the background, that would surely at some level affect you, right? Yeah, I'm a great believer in um, what you do off the pitch affects your performance on the pitch. Um, would be family issues, court cases. They definitely have a mental strain mm. on you, and it takes a really strong character for it not to affect you. Like you'd want it out of the way before going into a massive fight. Oh, definitely, definitely. I think going into a game. I think I'm a great believer in um, the, ment- men- the mental side of the game um, as well as the physical. But I think that's what separates the greats from the, the good average or mm. good. And um, yeah, if, if that's playing on your mind going into a fight. You know, a million pounds is a lot of money. Um, plus legal fees, as you said, mm-hmm. you're looking at a large sum. And also, as you said, I think it's also the pride thing. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, being from Northern Ireland and being a, a real star, as you said, his star could fall quite quickly. And I'm, I'm guessing from seeing him on Twitter and that he's very proud of where he's from. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's always tweeting about the national team, etc. So I think he'd want to keep his uh, status intact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Into one wine, but he'll have a big night this. Saturday night and he's got his mate Paddy Barnes his best mate on the undercard fighting you have to look him up as well mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the listeners you have to look him up we're not going to do that now. but do you think this is the night he actually wanted against Luke Cam- what's his God, name no, no, Luke Campbell I mean, isn't it Luke, 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 I mean, Luke Texan because it's, it's been yeah. talked about for so long I mean, it's hard to put there's not many times a year you can do this no um, and it's like it's not probably going to happen again is it no, I mean I've dream. got a mate living over there, and he said he's been offered free tickets. All oh, right, yeah. So. <laughs> it's a shame when you, like you said, you kind of built up to that. That's your pinnacle night, your home. It coming. should be it's like a Leo Santa Cruz, hundred percent. Yeah, it's uh, not to be. I guess the timing's not worked out. If 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 he could have had another fight, and this could be Warrington. Yeah. If it could have been later in the year, but it can't be. Yeah, I mean timing. Also. Timing is so important. I mean. It's working out quite well for Fury and Wilder at the moment. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I think that could overshadow. Oh, so I think it will. Because it's going to be characters in world boxing. That's it. He's he's the 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 headline, but it's the undercard that's going to steal the show. You you would assume. Like Fury said he's going to sing in the ring afterwards. Wilder's yeah. going to get in the ring afterwards. And then you've got to sit down and watch Frampton against Jackson. It's kind of. They should just have Fury as like the floating fight. <laughs> yeah. Just put it on afterwards. <laughs> 
after the main event, just yeah. at whatever time it is, just yeah. stick him in. It's going to be a strange one. I mean, that's that's the thing I'm most looking forward to. No disrespect to Frampton or, or Jackson. I just really want to see what's going to happen with this Wilder Fury situation. As soon as it was announced that Wilder was going to be there, I think that's all they know what to talk about. To be fair, BT have gone one better than like Matchroom did because remember, Wilder didn't come. Wembley. They wouldn't let him in the ring, apparently. It yeah. Wasn't, it's not, you're not allowed to let yeah, people in the ring, even though Klitschko got in the ring. Yeah, there was that thing about. Um, got in the ring. If AJ asked him in. <laughs> that's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's where you get it. AJ gets a lot of stick. But if that's true, that all that prima donna shit, like, you know, I'm the inside, like, I'm not going to invite you into the ring. Fury appreciates well, like, when he went to, was it New York and he jumped in the ring? Yeah. And, um, or Alabama, where he went to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're trying to build a fight. You want to. You want to engage the people, get them in, and they're in there shouting in each other's faces. You know they both say it. They yeah, say yeah. it between them. Well, I think that's the point with AJ, isn't it? He probably doesn't want Wilder getting in the ring because then the fight has to happen. Yeah. So if we took all the politics out of it, who would you like to see most? Would you like to see AJ Fury or AJ Wilder? At this moment, I'm going to say AJ Wilder mm, because okay. I need to see where Fury's at now. Mm. I said a couple of weeks ago, I wouldn't be surprised, and I hope this is not the case, if this Fury comeback is almost a hay mm. comeback, mm. which at the time we didn't know was financial, yeah. right. not necessarily going to be able to perform at the levels that yeah. he had performed previously. He could come back, and this could be why he's gone straight into the world of fight. Mm. I hope this is not the case. He could go in there knowing he's going to get blasted out, but he's yeah. going to get paid 10 million quid for it, 20 million quid for mm. it, and it will mess up the, the AJ plans. If I'm Fury, I'll be like, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll yeah. take that all day. Or he could come back and he's challenging the best because he thinks he can beat everyone straight away. I'm not gonna know until he steps in. That exactly. Mm. So, and we didn't learn anything from the first fight. I'll be honest. Okay. I don't think we're gonna learn anything from this fight at the weekend. Do you think it'll be his next fight, or do you reckon he'll have another one in between if it gets done? Well, they're talking December, aren't yeah. they? For mm. that fight. So he's not gonna leave any time because he's gonna want. How many fights has Wilder had this year? One. I think so. He's gonna need. Yeah, he's gonna want a big fight, isn't he? Like otherwise he's gonna get Dominic Brazil. What was that stuff about Dominic Brazil and someone's kid? Oh, so Wilder said he was gonna. Um, he said bring your kids to the fight or something like that, and I'm gonna they're gonna see you leaving as a cripple. Okay. And he was like, ah, oh, yeah, you can't say that about people and their kids and stuff. Right. But then Wilder's thing is that's his alter ego talking, right? That's right. Yeah. That's the bronze bomber. Like when he said he wanted to to kill someone in the ring. I saw a great one this week though. People were saying because you know like he'd put. Belfast, Northern Ireland, but then he had like hashtag bomb squad. Yeah, and the lad was like, God's sake, don't be so over there. I'm interested in how Warrington's going to get through the customs. Oh, yeah, his, his post, he likes a party, hey? Mm. He loves a party. I don't know if you saw that, Mark. So after his, uh, his Selby fight, and he posted up a little clip of his mates, they were having a little, they were all having they a They went McDonald's. to a McDonald's after the yeah. drive through. Oh, God. And they posted the pictures of him sitting down and there's more than salt being thrown oh. around. <laughs> he's actually just throwing his bags over at each other. No way. He's obviously posted that. Yeah. yeah. He obviously didn't notice it. But yeah. One of those ones, as soon as everyone else saw you, like, yeah. mate, what are you mate, doing? Mm. That oh, was a wow. good. I think we'll use a screenshot of that as our image for the podcast that we did. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely worthwhile. We won't be invited to any of their shows. No. Like, no. Especially after a week, we absolutely rinsed the leads badge as well when that first came out oh didn't we oh, change it though yeah. we spoke about it for about Listen, you can't, you can't rinse them too much <laughs> they're playing some sexy football yeah, yeah. Listen, like, that the football's, football's fine but that badge was terrible <laughs> <laughs> it was awful 
and it needed to be spoken about. So they're three out of three, aren't they? Yeah, they're looking good, mate. Looking good. So, I mean, overall, the card of the weekend, then. There's 11 fights on the undercard. Um, And this is 11 fights, and the main event has to be at, what, 10 o'clock? No, I know this. I know this. Um, I think it opens at 2 in the afternoon. Oh, wow. I'm sure it's something like that. This is almost like a small hall. Because there's a chance the sun might possibly show its face at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) But obviously, they have to finish probably by 11 do they just for BT yeah, yeah yeah yeah. so the main event won't be any later than 10 o'clock will it no that's a lot of boxing there's a few like of the like classic journeymen from the small hall circuit over there like Kevin McCauley you must yeah. have seen like 171 defeats do you know what I mean he's got a couple of wins though hasn't he he's fighting Stephen <laughs> Donnelly who used to be in the you know that really good amateur series the world boxing series yeah. he was in that and he's just turned pro this is his debut so he's quite rated so that's he's starting with and then Comrade Cummins is fighting again mm-hmm. and like his career he mm-hmm. was supposed to be like he him and Jason Quigley were sort of rivals yeah. and Quigley's so he had two losses now yeah. yeah he lost to Comrade Cummins who's on it as well not no sorry he lost to Luke Keeler mm. and Keeler's on it but he's got a TBA at the moment so now I mean yeah and your TBA with two days to go the on only one people really going to get behind over there is Steve Collins Jr against Stephen Wall because it's Dublin Belfast so that'd probably get televised but Stevie Collins Jr came from rugby to football came quite like, late into the sport didn't yeah he? yeah and he kind of had to lose his bulk mm. and the injuries of his shoulders and stuff that's all that keeps happening to him so apart from that you got William Warburton yeah mate, 137 defeats he's uh, he's fighting Lewis Crocker who's 6-0 who's a bit of a banger so they're saying if he can stop William Warburton because nobody stops him no and he won the, like he, he beat Aaron Morgan didn't he recently I think so yeah. I remember I was sending this story to these boys we went to a haymaker show and Linus Udofi was supposed to be fighting uh, on I think I can't remember what time he was supposed to be fighting earlier on in the night but his opponent had pulled out and they phoned uh, Warburton I assume on the day and he was like yeah yeah I can make it down they had to push Linus's fight to the end of the night more or less because he was stuck in traffic driving down from Manchester so he'd just taken a fight on maybe a few hour notice, driven down from Manchester, and just jumped straight in the ring. I think it was a televised fight as well, because it was yeah. it was uh, that Channel 5, it was a Channel 5 card. <laughs> he just turns up, doesn't get stopped, leaves, gets his paycheck and just goes home. Well, currently on BoxRec, he's wow. also fighting on the same <laughs> night in Manchester. I wouldn't be surprised. On the Black Flash promotions. <sighs> yeah, he's fighting uh, Ryan Oliver, so it's only an hour's flight. <laughs> <laughs> Direct into Manchester, you yeah. But I think it's great that those guys get the big nights to fight in at least the stadiums, you know what I mean? Mm. Because they give an awful lot to the sport. And he, he like, he's always in exciting scraps. Yeah. Often, so. Because I, like, I'm not sure, not, not a lot of people may have seen him because obviously he doesn't get televised or anything, but everybody tries to stop him mm. <laughs> because he's that guy that nobody stops. Nobody mm. stop. yeah. So they put him with big hitters and it's like, oh, yeah, well, if you can get him out of there, no one else has done it. So you see people, they either come up two ways. Like, one we saw Linus, he was like, well, no one's going to stop him. So I'm not going to try, I'm just going to show my skills. And you get other people that come in the other way and just, I'm going to try and blast him out. But he's, he seems too good for that as well. He, he knows how, 171 fights over is, he, he knows yeah. how to not get hit. Yeah, yeah. He's got to work next week, he's got to do the same thing. So he's yeah, not yeah, he's, got, he's already got his fights lined up here for September. Has <laughs> he? <laughs> yeah, Because what's the actual ball on that? I'm sure you know. It's, it's, you if, get if he gets out, stopped, you can't fight stopped. for how long? Is it two weeks or a month? So then that's like three weeks yeah. of no money. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, uh, 
I say, you know, match room pay the journeyman good money. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. they do get stopped. They're not worried. Yeah. Right, so, I said it's, it's a quiet week, really, for boxing. We've got that big card there. What else has happened? We've got Joe Joyce's, I don't know if he's left Haymaker Boxing this week, but he's signed with Al Heyman. We already know he's managed by S Jam, which is Adam Morali and uh, and Sam Jones. So it's a strange one. Like, what's happened with Haymaker now? I guess we all wondered how it would go for him as a promoter, and um, it's a bit of a shambles, isn't it? Mm. Do, do you think? And this is hard for me to say because I'm a massive Hay fan. It was almost like a a backup plan. You know, if the the coming back and fighting didn't pay off as well as it did. He had something to work. All oh, right, and now that now that he's now that made he's, his money, he's made a fair chunk of change off the last two. The guys are just drifting off into. I'm just surprised box. how easy it is to drift off. I, I didn't imagine David Hay would be someone you could just say thanks, I'm off, stuff your contract. But it especially to be Joe quite Joyce, the relationship between them seemed pretty good. Yeah, <clears throat> like they were almost inseparable. Like they they are, I guess he hasn't been able to get him a proper fight though. And they've tried, haven't they? They've really tried for Chisora. Didn't get it. They're not going to get it now, are they? Yeah, so. The problem with, we said it with Joyce, he's pretty much at the same level as everyone out there. He's, he's a decent heavyweight. But there's no reward for the risk you take for fighting him. Because you're not, he's not going to sell. He's probably gone to the right trainer, price. hasn't he? Enable Sanchez, like, so I like Abel Sanchez. I liked Abel Sanchez a lot. And then it was the whole, I don't know if you saw it when someone was interviewing him, and I probably talk about this every week now. Mm. And he said, oh, black fighters, they just run away all the time and they don't stand up fight. And I was like, hold on, let me, let me watch this again. Mm. He, he was proper having a go and you think, oh man. Does he not train any black fighters? There's one guy who's- Joe Joyce? Yeah, two now. <laughs> the guy who doesn't walk backwards? Yeah. There's one guy, I can't think of his name. He's in the, um, the new world box in, Okay. Super series. What weight? Let's put me on the spot here. Not the light of these. Have I said that? What are you in with like the Burnets and the... Yes, he's in that right. one. Okay, he's got a boxer in there. Yeah. Hmm. Well, check him out. We spoke about him a couple of weeks ago when they did the draw, but <clears throat> I can't think of his name off the top of my head. We said that on camera. <coughs> yeah, it's, it's like if you go on YouTube, you can see it. This, it's been reposted loads of times. People have done little analysis of it. And analysis of it. Right. It was a really strange comment. Mm. He was obviously burnt by something. Something was playing something on his mind. But then he was sort of talking about the whole Mayweather thing and Brown. I think he was talking about that style. Yeah. Right. Like Mayweather Brown, a sort of back foot defensive fighters. Or was it maybe like someone like a Lara or someone like that? And it could have been something like he didn't mean it the way it came out, but he didn't correct himself. Uh, he didn't. Yeah. He just rolled off the tongue and that was it. It was said. Never addressed it again. Strange comment. And then you can only hear it and you, you just think, right, well, how am I supposed to take this? You try and give someone a benefit of the doubt, but it's like, oh, I don't know. It's clear to me what he, what he said. Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then when I saw that uh, Joyce was going out for a trial with him, I was like, ah, oh, mm. that's interesting. I wonder if he's seen what his comments were before. But I suppose, you know. There's no more question about it. Do you still get asked about that? Sure. Asked about Do you reckon? Yeah, so, yeah. I'd imagine so. Oh, then if anyone's just... done their bit of research yeah. and listens to the podcast and they well, realise... I, I won't be asking stuff. him. I've got, I, I'm a big fan of Joe Joyce now. Fighting. Yeah. But I, I can't go and interview him again. It's too difficult. 
It's too hard. Oh, it's too hard to get into answers. I said he's such a nice guy. You stand there, you talk to him, and I even sat and spoke to his mum for like 10, 15 minutes. It's just lovely. But you, you ask him a question, and he just he answers you by saying the same question. Hmm. And it's really difficult. Hmm. How do you think you did today? Oh, I think I did all right. I would, yeah, I think it was. A, I think it's good. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Next question, and it's it's like that all the way through. You know, you have to really drive hmm. every point, yeah. and it just doesn't flow. And like I said, he's very nice guy very polite and he has time for everyone he'll stand and he'll talk to people mm. but as soon as I think you put a camera there it becomes a, a different, different well, that person. might be good for him going over to America because it's a bit more brash isn't it maybe it'll rub off on him a bit because he could do with that I think not in that gym though no probably not not in that gym <laughs> just not like a loft getting them then or mm. yeah Gazi yeah. I, was like, not, I don't suppose there's much banter in there is there no. <laughs> 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 just stand there just, just what we're we doing, just run up that mountain. Yeah, run up the mountain yeah. and hit that and wall. And then come back. Yeah. When you, what do we do next? Just run up it again. <laughs> right. did, did you ever get media training? No, no, I never, never got it. Um, you just got to learn the job, really. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. But have you played with players who like literally dread scoring a couple of goals and being <laughs> yeah. by the media man saying, right, they want to That was Marcus to. last season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was literally me. Um, no, I've never been with any players like that. There's some players that we laugh and joke about when they we, we look back at their interviews or read what they said but everyone just gets on with it mm-hmm. um, I think the, the press are pretty used to footballers but some footballers have not been great so yeah yeah because Joyce they, they really like hey basically his talks for him yeah, yeah. Talks for you me. just stand here I'll speak yeah. you just stand there and sweat for a bit yeah. I think it would do him well just getting into another gym I mean, he's definitely got a style that Sanchez likes. He's going to march mm. forward. And um, if he's got Al Hayman backing him, he'll probably get in the fights. Do you know what I mean? So but there's no... He's fun, shown he'll fight there's no, anyone. There's no like, front man like to it, about him. Like, who, who, like I say, speaks on his behalf if it's not Hay? Hayman, obviously, you never see him. But if you get, in the, Sam, if you Sam get him in the fight... Adam, they're not going to be there. If you can get in the fight and he can beat someone decent, that's all it needs. You don't have to talk too much. Do you know what I mean? If you if you can knock someone out, that's mm. gonna speak a lot more than yeah. how fluent your English is. What? How do you think this is gonna be for him now? I reckon he's gonna have the same problems getting fights now. So with know, with Hearn's kind of does own deal, mm. and he's obviously trying to snap up all the decent heavyweights yeah. to fight his boys. Yeah, but Hearn has got to get into a stage eventually where he's gonna have to use Joe Joyce against one of his blokes. There's not that many people around, and Hearn's under pressure to put cards and fights on. Hearn's now working with Joseph Parker. Yeah. I think we said this quite a few times. We reckon this has been in paper, written out oh, since, doubt, since the AJ fight. Yeah, yeah, of course. You're going to make X amount of money over this amount of fights. Yeah. This is what you're signing up for. Because mm. he's on the back of two losses now. He's not going to go off and make yeah, big money yeah, elsewhere. Yeah. He's the go-to heavyweight now for Hearn to bring in for whoever he's got. You know, yeah. Yeah. Which I'm happy with, to be honest. I, I really like Joe Parker. But like, how do you motivate that guy now? Seriously, like he, I think he's gonna get fat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's going. Yeah. yeah. I think he's finishing that person. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's harsh, but it's probably a sweeping statement. So you know that body type. You just know that. I can see him. Some, like I can see him fighting Lucas Brown in like a totally out of shape heavyweight fight in yeah. Australia at some yeah. stage. Do you know what I mean? But that will be a massive payday. Oh, absolutely. Huge. Absolutely, because I don't know who else to pair them fight apart from each other, but. And like Parker could probably not train, which would suit him mm. now because he's yeah. got so much money. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You bring them pounds back to New Zealand, you're 
Yeah, Madonna situation. Nobody's done it better than Madonna. He milked it twice. Yeah. Yeah. You still see him sitting there with his cigars, <laughs> his whiskey, just on the lilac. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eight years later, whatever it is, just chilling. That's the flipping life now. So, um, I mean, who do who do you see Joyce even looking to fight now? It's going to be a, a, a I wouldn't say unknown, but a relatively low profile American. I just I I I still don't understand what the setup is. I mean, if if he's over there now, it, it, he is based in America now. Yeah. So will he fight over there? I assume so. So who's the actual promoter? I don't know how the Heyman ones work. I don't either. That's the mystery about Heyman. No one really yeah, knows just, what happens. Mm. You just open your TV guide and there's a two-hour show. Just, yeah. there you go. He doesn't do any interviews. You barely see him. But people get paid well. Yeah. So. It's just if he's over there, I reckon he's probably more likely to get a big fight over there because people... Probably won't know who he is. Ortiz? Yeah. Ortiz is looking for a fight, isn't he? Apparently he wants to fight Wilder again. Um, I don't know. I'd fancy Joe Joyce against anyone, to be honest. I don't think he'll get embarrassed against anybody. We asked this question a little while ago. If you had to say now, how many heavyweights could you say out there that are out there that definitely beat Joe Joyce? It puts you on the spot because you maybe think two maybe three definitely then after that I think you're at a, well I don't know it'll be a fairly good fight or you just have no way I've got four so who's your four White okay. Fury Wilder Joshua he couldn't argue any of them I'd like to see him fight AJ because they sparred a lot right mm. yeah because of the whole Sheffield thing yeah interesting because he just stand in front of AJ yeah mm. And AJ would just stand in front of him as well because he hasn't got the greatest mm. well, head movement and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm interested to see how AJ does in his next fight because because of the way he boxed against Parker. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Against Povetkin, though, he should batter Povetkin. Yeah, he should. I mean, he should. I think he probably will. But yeah, against against some like you say, someone who stands their ground in the middle and just if you can take a shot like Dylan White took an awful lot of shots in that first fight. Do you know what I mean? So if you can, don't don't most AJ opponents. He doesn't knock people out. Mm. Yeah, he hits a lot, but they don't tend to like. He just stops them, or the referee just jumps jumps in. in. Yeah, so like, but it might be different now that that KO thing's gone. Twenty KOs or whatever it was that in a row. Yeah. maybe the refs are not so inclined to jump in and protect people anymore yeah <laughs> saving him from himself that's not that long off now is it September mm. no mm. when is that the 15th is it no it's the 29th oh right okay. yeah so really this month is wraps up this weekend there's nothing else coming in August right and then September you've got Icanello GGG Groves Groves Smith yeah apparently hmm Potentially, I'm gonna say potentially still. In Jeddah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, September's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it? If you're happy to pay all your pay per views, that is. Oh, oh man, that's two man. in two days. Boxing's getting so complicated. It's three three isn't weekends. It, is it Groves and then the next day Joshua? Because it's on a Friday, isn't it? Groves is. I'm sure that Joshua's earlier on in the month. It might be the 22nd then. Probably is the 22nd. Isn't who's fighting on the 18th? 18th is a. Uh, Khan is fighting in that month as well. The 18th is a weekday. Is it? Right. It's Tuesday, I think. <clears throat> Let's have a look at that September schedule. We actually went through this a little. Yeah, it before. is. It's amazing. 
Oh, so is AJ the 22nd? Yeah, he is the 22nd, yeah. And someone's on the 15th. And someone's on the 29th as well. Grove Smith is... 28th. Ah. So that's the Friday. Friday. Yeah, 8th of September is Carl Vargas. Yeah, so he's on the 29th. <laughs> no, I'm just looking at Sky Sports. They don't talk about anyone else's boxing. <laughs> but yeah, so that's it. It's a shit one for pay-per-view because you're going to be forking out. I think it's at least three, three, three yeah. different payments. It is, um, three different channels. Yeah. And what's happening with, have you discussed Box Nation? Oh, we no. did We did a little bit, but Box Nation, it's dead now, isn't it? Let's, I think Warren's just washed his hands of it. Yeah. I think what was the, the, the telling point was a couple of weeks ago when Box Nation, they didn't get a, the Fury fight, the first one obviously because he signed to yeah 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 and someone had said oh I, how can I watch this I subscribed to Box Station and they said oh we didn't win the, the bid for it that's right BT beat us to it and it's like but Warren owns both of these so how, how do you lose a bid yeah. against yourself well, I see a lot of people saying they've not subscribers anymore they've dropped off and, mm. but MTK signed a deal with them MTK yeah. will get that channel won't they which is good mm. you'll get a lot more smaller smaller hall fights which for people like us I'm very interested in seeing, but mm. are people going to spend fifteen pounds? No, you're going to you're gonna have to reduce the subscription fee. You're going to have to, be have to because, as much as I'm happy to watch a York Hall card, I don't think people are going to continue a monthly subscription to turn up and watch. I think people be, at the very start yeah. of their career or people that they've never heard of and probably won't hear of mm. again if they're at not that. It's a shame though, because especially for the international fights, they used to get like they didn't show <clears throat> Kovalev or anything, did they? No, no, no. like. I was saying earlier, TJ Donahue's fighting Iwasa in Tokyo early hours of Thursday. Like, no one's getting to watch that unless you're in America. Yeah, they pulled out. I think it was last weekend. They there was a world title fight that they they were showing. Oh was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a Norwegian, in Russia or something, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Two guys that people had never heard of in that week. World title fight, and you're like, who? Oh, yeah. nah, never mind. Give that a swerve. But Steve Bunce is still defending them. He's still like, getting paid every month, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like. Yeah, when you're, whereas Barry Jones is sort of saying, I have no idea what the hell's Don't going on. Don't ask me. Yeah, yeah. I'm pissed yeah. off at people asking. He's me. almost like starting to flirt a little bit with Sky Sports, isn't he? I'm available. I'm free. They don't use him for the main events, do they, on BT? No. The BT commentary is not the best. Who do they use? Not to one of them. No, it's that GB dude, isn't it? Yeah, Richie. No, they don't use Richie Woodall, do they? They use a G. They use one of them GB lot because he's so biased. It's ridiculous. I know that Barry Jones gets to. Commentate on the undercard sometimes. I like the way you put it. He gets to like they're doing. Yeah, it that's favorite. how it feels. Like oh, I prefer him to. He's probably my favorite of every channel. Really, he gets it massively wrong. But sometimes <laughs> his, his cards are like completely the opposite. Sometimes yeah, yeah. of what's actually happened. But I think he's quite good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't. I don't really care about Box Nation. You just go bust on it. Oh, just, you just, just wind up or I want to see more free. from BT though. I want to see how their first ever pay-per-view goes. Well, that's where this money's going to come from, from the world of Fury, isn't it? How did it go last year? Because the box station had the last Canelo Triple G fight, didn't they? How did that go? Just, it was just a great fight. Yeah. Man. But was the, the production, was it just, God, obviously it was a production. production. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was just him sat in the studio and you know, they just cut back to the fights and whatnot. Yeah. Like Sky Sports used to be. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Where you've got Amir Khan sitting in the studio and, like Manchester Bush, or something. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was it. Wasn't it? Was, yeah. was that where Amikana? They kept showing the clip of him getting knocked out in the background. It was, and I kept. It was the worst thing because it, it was probably only about a, like a sixty-second VT oh, in the yeah, background. Yeah, yeah. But you see that Canelo KO, yeah. and he's sitting there, and the, the screens are all around him. That was like 
Guantanamo Bay or something, <laughs> just sitting there watching yourself get sparked out for four hours. So they done their 30 day weigh in, didn't they? Mm. They did, and Canelo was mightily excited about it. Are you as excited about the fight as you were the first one? Yeah, because I, I wasn't sure in the first one. I'm pretty confident Canelo will win this one. Um, Been eating well, has he? Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, the first one I was a bit nervous. I, I really want Canelo to win. I really wanted Canelo to win, but I'm I'll be very surprised if he doesn't win this one. Just not because of the just the way the careers are going. Mm. It's Vegas. He's gonna he's gonna win on points, isn't he? Well, Vegas loves a trilogy. The, ju- the judges have anything to do with it. Vegas loves a trilogy. He's definitely yeah. winning. Yeah. Yeah. Do Do you feel a bit like because of the drugs thing? It's tainted it a bit. I'm still looking forward to it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm still really looking forward to that fight. I don't care about drugs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I think obviously it's it's not ideal. Um, he had his defence, which I thought thinks rubbish. I'm a, I'm a zero tolerance kind of guy, but um, yeah, I, I, I'm still looking forward to it. Why? I am. I'm very much looking forward to it. I do, I do feel it has been tainted a bit. I remember saying it to Sean at the time that it it does detract from it because we, we've had our date we were all built up and ready for it it gets pushed back and the, the whole circumstance around it with the, the six month ban it's just a fucking extended training camp more or less and if you listen if, if you are juicing or you're doing whatever he was supposedly doing possibly doing or as Sean mm. will tell you not doing, not doing. Sean still doesn't think he was doing that you've got all of the I, games I'm now. blind to it trust what? me I'll defend him to the, to the end do you think he was eating Mexican meat yeah he's Mexican isn't he <laughs> just suddenly what well, meat is he going to be eating Wow. Yeah. But for me, he's, he's... I'm the same with Fury as well, so any I'll, I'll defend either of them. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. For me now, Canelo's got all that benefit. I just think if Canelo if beats he, him if convincingly... If you've been on that side, you're off now oh, fight. It's worse if he beats him Everyone's going to go, yeah. hang on. That's too convincing. And if Triple G beats him, it's just, oh, well, he wasn't juicing now, so <laughs> he was yeah. never that good. That's what I was so there's going to have to be another one, isn't there? That's Whatever. what Vegas loves a trilogy. Man. Canelo wins this. There'll be another one still. I think there'll probably be a third one regardless of who wins. There's no point either of them fighting anyone else really, is there? Especially Golovkin. I mean, I don't really like Golovkin. I think he's... I think he's been disingenuous about what he's been up to the last sort of five years, going for all the belts, but then chase the money from a drugs cheat. Meanwhile, giving away one of your belts. If you're really all about the belts, fight fight for the belts. Hmm. Sure, not. No, obviously, I'm completely biased. Yeah, it doesn't really make any sense what I'm saying. He won't listen to it when you talk about Canelo giving away his belt, just just handing it over. I know, but he's never said, oh, all I'm interested in is getting all the belts and then not moving up. I'm just quite glad neither of them are fighting Billy Joe. I'm quite glad that Billy Joe has been left out to dry, to be quite honest. I can't wait till that guy gets beat. I, I'm not sure I'm out of him now. I, I was, I'm just I gutted that really he lost to that guy, man. Yeah, I saw your tweet. Oh, actually, man. Andy Lee is the complete opposite of Billy Joe Saunders. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Billy Joe Saunders, like, Andy Lee's a traveller as well. Do you know what I mean? And he's a gentleman. he fight anyone. And then fucking Billy Joe gives the traveller community the worst name. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then he's banging the drum for, like, anti-traveller. You're like, flipping hell, man. The way you carry on and that stuff this week with that stupid video. That's what I said. I was, I'm unsure where I am with him now because I really didn't like him at first. See, that's because, again, I'm a massive Eubank fan in this. So mm. was, that was my trajectory was to go the opposite way from, away from him. Mm. But then the last, mm, no, maybe like year to 18 months, 
when you kind of just look at his boxing and take away all the extra stuff I'm not actually I can kind of get on board him I think it was a David Lemieux fight I was like you know what I can, I can really get on board with this now but then you see his little loving with, with Michelle Phelps and you just the shit that he says and the stupid things he does now even the Murray stuff as well yeah that, 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 was, that was one of the worst things I've seen to, to then when he was calling out like saying David Lemieux is a shit out he's fucking wasted two yeah, caps yeah, yeah. it's like hold on bro you've just done exactly the same thing yeah it's just I'm, I'm kind of drifting away from that I wouldn't mind to see someone spark him out but I don't think them two will touch him obviously I think that's I the problem I don't touch think him. anyone will no. so he's going to be fighting his Andrades and I don't know who he's going to end up fighting do you know what I mean he'll probably fight the Gale mm-hmm. eventually I said it yeah. depends on how many more fights the Gale's got I reckon he's only got one more in the tank yeah. so then what do you want from a boxer obviously you're looking for a boxer to get on board with I think it's Boatsy now I think I'm just there do you not think you get bored of Boatsy? It's just all about the boxing. You don't want a personality as well. My my problem is I like really arrogant pricks. <laughs> yeah. My two favorite fighters over the last like ten years have been Eubank Junior and David Haye. So I obviously have a type. That's. Mm. But maybe it's not working for me. No. no. <laughs> maybe it's not it's working not, it's for me not. right now. I need to go for something a bit more substance. Yeah, see, I'd say I probably like Billy Joe Saunders. Yeah, I, pers- I think I like his personality as well. I, not, I wouldn't like him as a friend. I wouldn't like to hang around with him. But like, <laughs> as a boxer, like, as I'm a boxer, yeah, well. as a boxer, like that's what I want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I enjoy watching uh, Billy Joe Saunders yeah. as a boxer and, and some of the shenanigans he yeah. gets up to. Listen, sometimes he goes a little bit too yeah. far, but he pushes the boundaries. But I do enjoy watching him. I want to see, I want to see him beat, man. Yeah, I want to see. I just want to. But see isn't someone. that isn't that the whole point? Yeah. Yes. Because you're going to yeah. watch his fights, yeah. though. Yeah, I'll definitely watch his fights. Yeah. yeah, it's almost yeah. like that Mayweather mentality. Mayweather effect, isn't it? The Mayweather effect, isn't it? Yeah. I want to see him lose, so I'll pay the money to yeah, watch yeah, him. Yeah, I want to see him in with someone good, top, good, top level. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, cause yeah. Lemieux's not. He's not. But it was, not in it terms was of a fi- boxing. No, but it was a it was a fifty fifty fight, wasn't it? Like going into it. It was fifty fifty until you saw it unfold and realised. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. We said this a few times. Like, Lemieux's that strange kind of guy, though, because I remember. The him and Triple G fight that was billed as a 50 50, mm, yeah, and he just absolutely outclassed him. Yeah. He's just not that top level, is he? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's fighting Spike, isn't he? Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a bizarre one. Yeah, I I Spike, Spike's had a few there, knockouts over there, and he's signed with Golden Boy, isn't he? Mm. So Golden Boy won him, they want him to, they want to feed him to Canelo eventually, yep. yeah. So you can see what they're doing, they'll just slug it out, that's what they want. Billy Joe won't slug with anyone, but that's what I want to see. I want to see someone step on him. Amazing. He's too good for that, isn't he? But if you get someone slick, like Canelo, I think would play with him. Billy Joe. Really? Yeah, I think so. Because Canelo's obviously a very different fighter now to the one that I'm liking this podcast this week. This is good. I think Canelo's would. getting some praise. And I mean, maybe that's the deal that Warren will do. I just don't see the Golovkin one. I think Golovkin pretty much be done after these yeah. fights. Yeah. Like I don't think he'd hang around for Billy Joe. Now that he can't get all them belts, yeah, can't see it. And he's not going to go up. He's not. No, uh, he only calls out people who are retired, doesn't he? So, all right, well, all right. <laughs> I said this is just going to be the worst boxing year for me ever. <clears throat> just all of my guys getting taken out one by one. Yeah, which is a sad time for me. So is Bawatsi the only your new, your third guy now? I think you'll get bored of that. I probably will, but I, I just I like him so much. You know. He does his business in the ring and then he comes out and he speaks really well. Like I said, I think I just need to go a different way now. 
<laughs> Rather than someone that comes He'll out. He'll be on that. Shit, is he on the AJ undercard? Yeah, he definitely yeah. will be. But it was a shame because I was looking forward to seeing him against was this, uh, Summers. Mm. Oh, yeah. And he did pull out. Yeah. And they replaced it with A another. Okay. But I think he's someone you could... I think people will get on board with, especially with the whole AJ thing. It carries so much weight. It sounds ridiculous to say it as a boxing fan, but just being associated with Joshua, yeah. Roger, it just brings so well, much... I mean, I like Bawatsi because he... I remember was it Sonny Donnelly from IFL mm. and because uh, Boatsy went back to Brunel to get his business degree after mm. the Olympics didn't he and then Sonny was like so if you weren't a boxer would you be on the streets of Croydon getting in trouble Boatsy was like no I'd probably be running a business yeah. and I was <laughs> like it was so refreshing to yeah. hear a boxer because so many of them do just go yeah you know yeah. my life and I think fuck it I don't know if your life would have been like that but you seem to be wanting to run that little line and Boatsy was just the opposite which I enjoy because it's so different than that yeah. fucking same old trotted line but yeah does it get people excited I don't know but I don't I don't be yourself I guess ultimately mm. yeah like, I think he'll be someone that does his talking he'll look better in, against yeah. better opposition Boatsy mm. do you know what I mean it's hard against some journeyman to look really good whereas against a guy that's going to stand in front of him and actually have a fight with him no. I've been impressed by Akoli them Olympians yeah he's turned it round I didn't like we said this before I, but I, I think he's really in a hell of a like fight him. with Askin do you so I don't mm. I don't really I've seen Askin's fight I like to see him I, I think, think he's, he's improved a, he's a, a lot guy. but I just think Cody's better than all of us think he is mm. and I think he's gonna he's gonna knock I'm him I'm still rooting for my boy Dion Juma though to come through mm. I've been waiting for that for a long I time I just need Dion to get them little fights in now I think he'll fight Camacho no Camacho's gonna fight Maybe Tommy McCarthy for that Commonwealth. Yeah. And he'll let go, vacate that. I think Dion will come through for the English. I know he wants he wants a crack at a Coley. He thinks he can beat all of them. What? And you would hope he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember he was telling me he don't rate any of them. Literally doesn't rate, like, don't rate many boxers. That division. He just can't understand the politics of it. Why, yeah. why can't I fight him? Mm. I know. So at least he's got Goodwin on side now. Yeah. He's called the Ghost. You know what I mean, who's well, training them? You just never see Gary him. Logan. He left Booth because mm. Booth wanted him to stay at light heavy. Right. And he's like, I think oh, I saw him. He's always wanted to fight a cruiser. He fought on a BJ Saunders card, didn't he? he or was it a Groves on, card? He fought on the Groves because obviously it was him that yeah. got Groves boxing. Yeah, because they used to kickbox together. Right. Yeah, they were youth. Um, I wish he'd start. He's a bit like Bawatsi in that way. He's too bloody nice. Yeah. And it doesn't get mm. you that far. That when you're at that level, you have to start calling people's names. And mm. But I don't think it would sound right. If you, you know, like when Joy Joyce came out in that flipping Mexicans. Oh, do you know what I mean? Mexican Joe. And you're forcing <laughs> it, right? But I just want to see him come through. Mm. What's, the, what's the score of like your teammates and stuff? Like, and are they, have they got their preferences in boxes? Like, what's the talk in the changing room? About boxing. Uh, Obviously, a lot of them uh, jumped on the AJ yeah. bandwagon, so most of them are AJ fans. Uh, at the moment, a lot of the talk is it's like 50-50. Is he dodging Fury? I mean, sorry, um, Wilder. Wilder or not? Um, so, yeah, I'm on the fence with that. Maybe he's not, but Helen is. Um, and, yeah, mo- but most people are backing him. It's just that wave that's, that he's, he's got at the moment. So, yeah. yeah. And one of your teammates last year, Mr. Akifenwa. Yeah. Start, he looked like he started training because he wanted to fight Rio Ferdinand. Oh, 
yeah. I did like that story. Yeah, yeah. He was, calling, he was calling out Rio Ferdinand. <laughs> Obviously, Rio said that he would yeah. have a boxing career and went to start a boxing career. And uh, Bayo was like, let's not fight you. And I think he was pretty serious about it as well. <laughs> and that's when Rio Ferdinand was actually, I don't want this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he didn't give me a license, I can't fight. Oh, is that what, what happened so, yeah. then? Yeah. But yeah. to be fair, if I was saying I want to have a fight and then I can film my turn around and say, I'll fight, I'd be like, nah. I wouldn't even go to training every day. What's he like in training? Yeah, he's a he's a top top guy. But he's yeah. a brute. he's a brute. What, what you see is what you yeah. get. He's 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 a brute. Yeah, he's what's don't know how many stones and um, he can he can move as well more than you'd think. I so mean, training. How does he, he like contain in the it? long runs? Who's gonna tell <laughs> him? Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, no one can tell him. That, uh, manager's not gonna go there and say get run ten. All people. So he doesn't do it. He doesn't really do any of the longer stuff in preseason. He does the short stuff, and he do- joins in all the other sessions. Uh, yeah, I think he's got to the age. That's what 36, 37 He knows right. his body. So yeah, really he does. Yeah, I didn't think he was that old. Yeah, no, he's 36 thirty six. Yeah. Fair play to it, man. Yeah, Do you lot yeah. see him like benching stuff? Yeah, he's, he's in the gym constantly. I don't know if you follow him on social media. He does a lot of, a lot of gym. Work. In his own time, he, he does late night sessions as well. He likes one of those that likes to go to the gym about 10, 11 o'clock at night. Right. And he does a lot in, in the uh, in the gym as well. Um, he benches. Yeah, it's easy. He does probably four forties, about hundred. It's just three sets of ten. It's nothing to him. Yeah. So he's a big, he's a big boy, man. Does he have yeah. a box though? Does he have a? No, he's never boxed. He's 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 doing a bit. Didn't he do a bit of uh, sparring? Long sparring with who was it again? Oh, couple months gone blank. I can't remember now. So, but he he does a little bit of for fun. Yeah. He does a bit of uh, for fitness as well with uh, the uh, fitness guy at the club. Um, but he he's never boxed. Is no. there anyone that probably could have boxed? Uh, and decided football was the route. No, his yard was. The QPR, mm. that's what he was. Who was sparring? Who's but I'm a little sparring. Uh, okay, are, that's it. My mind blank. Yeah, um, but apparently yeah, he was quite good. Apart from that, I've never really come across any footballers, Turk slash uh, mm. boxers. Um, other than obviously Curtis Woodhouse is probably the only one. Mm. It's and when you see the uh, Leon, Leon 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 Kenzie, yeah, sorry, you see the boxers and they always tell you, yeah, oh, it's a weird decent footballer. Yeah, it's a player, um, and they just throw out some random club. Yeah, I was in their academy. You know. Yeah. I bet if I checked you. <laughs> <laughs> I always found it interesting that a lot of the boxers that were associated with like football clubs, like James DeGale, I don't think he likes, like I don't think they played football and stuff. His mm. kids and that, I don't think it was even a, an interest kicking a ball about. Do you um, know what I mean? Just, they just like to box. Yeah, it was their thing. So yeah, what's the whole yeah. Arsenal thing with him then? Well, I remember him getting interviewed at the Stonebridge ABC. It was like someone fight. It was on Channel 5 or whatever. And uh, I mean, he's bad anyway when a camera gets in front of him, but I never forget Sky were like, right, so it's the World Cup coming up. What are your England memories? And he was like, fuck, I cannot believe you've not prepped me for this. And he literally started doing the old leg rub, like, shit, somebody tell me World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, man. And I was like, he has the Arsenal badge on and that, but the level of interest in football from a lot of boxers isn't. Yeah, we said this before, actually, because the two sports are quite. With, well, you see a lot of boxers well. at fights yeah. like, getting interviewed and saying they like boxing and stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, we, the girl was the example there. Obviously, he wears the Arsenal badge on his shorts when he fights. He wore the QPR kit, didn't he? With yeah. Lee Cook's his cousin. Lee but Cook's do you think this is, well. do you think yeah. it's more that's just to get fans course. on the on side of them? 100%. Yeah. If you can tap into a f- football fan base, it's, mm. it's massive. And look at Warrington. Yeah. yeah, he pretty yeah. much hasn't got any boxing fans, has he? Like, all well, we saw it that night. Remember that night at Groves Cox? 
Yeah. It was kicking mm. off all over the place because mm. they were giving out free tickets to the Tottenham fans coming out of Wembley. Yeah, and then insane. you had the Groves lot in. Mm. And then you had like that Nottingham lot. You remember when the guy that, um, who was the boy that knocked the fella out after the film? Not was that Dolphy, was it? Yeah, <clears throat> Dolphy. And then he was fighting the lads from Nottingham. Yeah. And it was just football firms round mm. Wembley Arena. It was nuts. I've never seen him kick off as much at And then I seen a Byfield and the boy, the West Ham kid. Yeah. McNess. That was that was nuts. So you yeah, got that was a cauldron. That was after, yeah, like yeah. you said, it was a Spurs thing because it was at it was at uh, Wembley Arena. Mm. Spurs were playing at home at Wembley, and then as the doors opened at the boxing, all the fans were coming out. Mm. And that was just... It's like giving yeah. out the tickets. Yeah. yeah. That wasn't good. I remember Steve Goodwin said that he had a lad from Watford and he, he matched him against a lad from Luton. And someone was like, you can't... <laughs> you can't put that fight on. Like, that was the only time he's ever stopped the fight because of potential for trouble. Shit, he would have sold loads of tickets though. Yeah, yeah, well, that's <laughs> the thing. That's the thing. You do get them in. And I think, you like, social media and stuff, you've got all the football fans on there. If you're a boxer... And you attach yourself to a team. Mm. We see it a lot with the smaller hall fighters. Mm. They do a lot of working around ambassadors for like charities that work with the clubs and stuff like that. So yeah. It has its benefits, but you can see obviously they give a lot back. Yeah. Like, like I said, it has its benefits. You get extra fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like any Millwall supporting boxer. I'm not talking about them. But they always, they always, <laughs> they always sell tickets, man. Johnny Garton. Um, who else? That Cheeseman. Never short of selling a ticket. So if you attach yourself to the right club, I don't mm. know how many Arsenal fans going. Arsenal fans don't even go to Arsenal. But like Groves, Groves is heavily yeah. supported. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It just follows through. You finish the football and you go straight to yeah. boxing. Well, I said De Gea always wanted to have a fight on the Emirates. So that was just never so, going to yeah. happen. I'm just hoping that like if QPR do leave Loftus Road, there is like a, a finale with a boxing match. You know what I mean? That would be amazing atmosphere there, man. Yeah. That place is perfect for boxing. Exactly. You could get... I remember De Gea wanted to fight Groves there because it's proper West London as opposed to somewhere else. Do you know what I mean? It just... They're talking about moving, aren't they? I don't know if it's big enough for De Gea Groves fight. What's keeping it? 18,000? Probably not. Probably not. Plus the pitch. Probably be the Emirates. Emirates, yeah. Mm. But if you were to do a proper West London... Yeah, that'd be the like the right, mate. Do you know what I mean? Brilliant. I'll be there in a heartbeat. Yeah. If you could get a ticket for that yeah, one. Yeah, that'd be wicked. Because I think that I think the stadium will close at some stage, right? Yeah, it's looking like more and more yeah. likely now. I think new owner, new owner, well, owner's returned, doesn't he now? Uh, yeah. And it, but it has come right. back, so yeah, I think I'll look at push ahead. Yeah, it's a shame they don't like the Windsor Park one means nothing to anyone unless you're a Northern Ireland fan. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there's no attachment to so, from anyone else. People like that, if you've got a whole country behind you, you're very, very fortunate. You know what I mean? Like Brampton's the best boxer in the whole, the whole country. Mm. So mm. he gets like in the national stadium. You know I mean? mm. AJ's just a bloody freak of. He's just got. He's got more than one country behind him. He's got half the fucking world mm. wanting yeah. to support him. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, I don't know, man. Like the Watsi, where's his Ghanaian? Is it yeah. the Ghanaian's going to come out and buy tickets to watch? Uh, wait till Brexit, man. All that shit will come up in very short. It'll be a Union Jack. Yeah. And what? the EDL on the other side. But but look at KSI, right? So oh don't you don't you think that happened? I think it's on the twenty fifth, I think. Of this month. Of this month. Jeez. Where's that at? That's at M E N. Wow. Yeah. Sold out. Yeah. M E N. That's that just so I mean doesn't that go to show that I think boxing is a bit old fashioned in like mm, relying on football. Maybe fans, the football thing. Relying yeah. on football fans, mm. relying on your nationality when really the future is probably Yeah. That sort of thing. 
I don't get it, but yeah. But they're getting the teens in for that, aren't they? Like I mean, teenagers. Why can't, and... yeah. why, why can't you be a boxing YouTuber and just sell out a stadium every time you fight? Like that should be the way they. I mean, a few boxers are doing it, trying to build a social media proof mm, profile from oh, day I see. one. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So that you've got that following aside from your boxing fans, and you just want people who just want to come and see you. Like, if, come on, if chaos like they could be having a tennis match and it would be set out. Yeah, I mean? it's like it doesn't matter what they're doing; it's just they come to see that person. That's pay per view, isn't it? Yeah, six quid or something, six or ten quid. Oh, my good I think God. it's six or seven quid. But didn't they do like a million buys on? Yeah. Was it the copper box one or something? Was yeah, ridiculous. yeah, I can't believe oh, well, the last one. Down. The last one it was it was free to view, wasn't it? Was it was on free? YouTube. Or it might have been a million viewers at the. Like, I think it was more than that. Like, I think KSI had like three or four million views on his channel. Yeah. That's an unbelievable platform to just tap into that. But the problem is, you've got to be good at something else apart from boxing to, to yeah, get that exactly. Boxing something that's current as well. Something yeah. in pop culture, you've got to have something there. So you'd be doing your eight hours in the like the gym yeah. or whatever, and then coming home and smashing FIFA for the next <laughs> six yeah. hours. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really, I've, I've never really watched any of his videos. To be honest, I don't really know what he's good at I've listened to some of his music and it's, it's not that no, it's definitely no. not that he doesn't have to be good that's the, that's the crazy thing about it they, they'll buy into it his followers are like, and it's like the average age is probably going to be what 15, 16 that, that, maybe even lower mm. I guess yeah so the old school promoters aren't targeting that age group are they? they're not and you've got to look at what these guys are central is everything is in the world now it's, you know like micro uh, what they call micro um, when you buy something I can't think microtransactions where like all these like if he puts out a song it's 99p yeah mm. you, you, sp- you get rid of that without even thinking about it mm. yep mm. Mm. you've got 6 million followers you only need probably Does what, it? 10-20% not, that, not, not even that, that. 10% yeah you, you, you've made enough it's to cover that. you for the next few years just yeah, to live easy. a nice life yeah. children now like, like my wife's little brother he's yeah. 14 and he's he goes out like today he's gone down to Waterloo to buy a pair of trainers for 90 quid and he's going to be able to sell them for 150 quid and it's just like, all of this stuff's going on and this never happened when we were it ha- probably happened in a different way yeah but now like he he's on every single trainer website like trying to buy a pair of trainers in a raffle because if he can buy a pair of trainers when they come out for 150 quid the next day they're worth about 700 quid mm. because there's only a limited amount of like these off-white oh, likes okay. and, like, and that's how they're all they've all got money like all these little like, I didn't have any money I like a tenner or bloody fortnight or something like that that's it and now they've got they've got access to the fifty quid probably a week if they want it. There's, there's ways for them to make money without leaving their house. Mm. So, but I don't think there's going to be hardly anyone watching that on YouTube. All the people there's going to be a lot of people there. I, I won't watch it. I, I mean, there's going to be no sorry. There is going to be a lot of people watching that, and none of them will be boxing fans. But it does sort of because yeah. there are so many YouTube boxing channels now. Do you think they just continue to grow because the market's pretty saturated now with? people doing pretty much the same interview. I don't think it's the sport I, I, I don't think you're going to attract people to the sport I think it's the people yeah mm. I think that the video we, we discussed it a bit before surely a boxer's got to combine the two I feel like boxing um, like media platforms in terms of like video interviews and stuff I feel like it's not necessarily on its way out but I think it's definitely maxed out at the minute mm. I don't think they're going to continue to grow because the people that you were interested in initially like everyone like this big surge to watch IFL because they were talking to Anthony Joshua mm. I'm not hearing anything new from him now and I haven't for two years so I don't really care I can just I can flip through Twitter and I can get the highlights of what he said and we said it before like you go to a press conference or there's a press conference a big press conference mm. would come out I go to my subscription list on Twitter and it, they'll all be four major platforms they've all got the same interview 
mm. but they've just got it worded differently yeah. they've sat there yeah. they've asked the same questions as the last guy's asked they've got the, the interviews probably made the same length of time mm. so you'll watch one and chances are you're probably going to watch it'll be IFL mm. and then after that I'm not really interested in what behind the gloves or anything like that because they're, they're all saying the same thing mm. and I just feel like now that if anything market, they'll be actually be less <clears throat> candid with they'll be more they'll give you more information exactly. on IFL and I think not just because we do it <clears throat> but I think this is why podcasts are becoming so, so much more popular because we can be honest about what we want to say and we can give genuine opinion whereas if you're giving a, you're having an interview with Tyson Fury if you disagree with him you're probably not going to tell him that you disagree with him because if you annoy him you'll never get to speak to him again we see that all across like no one's ever asked Anthony Joshua a difficult question mm. because you know you will never be allowed to go back mm. to another matchroom event mm. you just can't be it's not a very honest line and that's not I'm still a bit surprised that so I'm not there's no like official accreditation for boxing shh don't suggest it but it would it would get rid of a lot of the nonsense yeah definitely you know I mean? would. but replace it with what so are you going to get journalists doing videos because do many people read newspapers anymore no um, but it's just I think there's so many of the same thing so if a boxer is at a press conference he's got to sit for Jesus how long do they sit for now I've said it before like, I three hours <coughs> four hours yeah. yeah so if they just said no we're not taking you unless you're an accredited you know, outlet makes it easier for everyone and then the content might get better because if you're getting a guy after three four hours asking yeah. questions jesus do you know what i mean and then you'll eventually just get him i don't want to do interviews which is where i think it will head in the end mm. like people will get bad reputations because they get so sick of doing interviews Randy joshua doesn't really need to do interviews if he can imagine football put... was a free-for-all yeah anyone can come yeah anyone can speak to you Crazy. Come down to training grounds. Bring your bring your iPhone, <laughs> and here's Marcus Bean for the next six hours. Yeah. No, it's not. Not having it. Not but could you imagine doing what four hours straight of? I couldn't think of anything worse to be honest. Yeah, I think you're you're right. I think I think they probably will end up going down that way. I think some of these interviews, as you said, Michael, are just yeah, just repetitive, so repetitive. Um, me personally, I'll probably just stick on IFL and that's it. I won't go through all the, all the lot of them, but. Yeah, I think I think going down that really makes sense. Mm. How do you feel generally towards interviews and media? Would you just rather it didn't exist from your personal perspective? No, I think it's it's key um, in any sport and in anything. You've got to market yourself as mm -hmm. a not not yourself as a player, but the club. The club are pushing you towards doing interviews anyway. Even if you didn't want to do it there, you've got the media guy saying you need to do it because it's raising the profile of the club. It's right, getting okay. the name and the brand out there. So. It's a, it's a. Is it written into your contract? How much? Yeah, yeah? it's written into um, it's written in contract that you have to if requested. I think you've got to do a certain amount of uh, interviews. I can't remember what that is. But you must have seen it evolve from as a youth team player. What you're asked to do now? Yeah, it's it's, it's increased like fivefold. You know, with the emergence of all the Twitter, you know, Facebook, YouTube. Yeah, mm. that that's it's changed completely. Um, and I said this before. I think now teams are going to start signing players, pure not purely, but mm. on their profile, players' profile. Um, See, football it has happened in football, hasn't it? Like they're brands, whereas it hasn't happened in boxing. In their own right, right they're brands. They're yeah, they're a thing. Well, if you've got Bayo, um, for example, mm. he's got a huge brand. Uh, I don't know what that's worth financially to Wickham, but they would have right. they would have they would have factored that into <clears> when, they, when they're signing someone like him. 
but there's no yeah. boxer like the standard that he plays at compared to his profile yeah there's, there's no, no boxer that you can compare that with I don't think there's Definitely a boxer is. No. That's, that's a Dave Allen situation that is oh maybe yeah I don't know Dave Allen, Dave Allen. so Dave Allen's a heavyweight and he is he's fought yeah, Luz Ortiz you know he's what? fought yeah. um, he's still white he's grown but he's yeah. a, he's a like, I, I love him. His Twitter interactions have built that guy's career. But it's it's yeah. all built yeah. on his personality. Mm. Yeah. Okay, and he gets thrown into these fights mm. where he's, uh, he's such a nice guy that he gets mugged off and thrown in with these top, top mm. fighters. And he loses and then they, they kind of brush him off for a bit and then they go, all right, back in you go, Dave. Because he's got a massive profile well, and he sells a lot of tickets. That's one of the few because from what, what, from what mm. I see it, but I think Bale, I think a lot of other boxers should try and follow his lead, if I'm yeah. not be honest. Absolutely. You know, his, his content. He's got the kids. That's the and that's the most important thing. He's got a following, of amazing following of kids. Like oh, we went on holiday, I think, it was in Canada in summer, and there's people, random people from all over the world, coming up to him asking for his autograph. You know, the strongest guy in FIFA, isn't he? Exactly. But he's <laughs> playing league to football. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's unprecedented. So I think a lot of the boxers. Would you get tourists turning up to Wickham games for him? Um. Not so much, but you do. He gets stopped by all fans from all right. clubs, which is unusual. You know, yeah. for like Arsenal fan will stop him and if you can have a photograph. Do you know what I mean? Um, which is very unusual of football. Do you know what I mean? For someone who's never really played, yeah. like, well, hasn't played either in League One. Has yeah. he ever got bad press? Because like I look at the stuff that Sterling gets when there's definitely a driven agenda definitely, at the yeah. top of that meeting. Yeah. What circle. makes you say that? Has he ever got bad press or has he just loved university? He just loved university. Yeah. I think the worst I remember is there was a little, I think he, he there was something to come out on, I think it was ITV News saying about him using his phone while driving right. to film himself. That's yeah. the worst I've ever okay. seen. But listen, I think generally he's loved university. Mm. It's hard, he's a hard, very hard person not to like. But it must yeah, be like you must know footballers who've had a rough time with the press. Do you know what I mean? Like their life has been just yeah. I think Sterling's a, the, the main one, but Dan Arlevel not really no. so much. No, 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 no. Uh, but yeah, Sterling's definitely had a really rough time. Because I see Penance books coming out. <laughs> yeah, it's number one yeah, in the charts. You <laughs> see the extracts yes, on that. He's gone for it, isn't he? Yes, he was in Canada as well. With, like kind of with us from friend, mutual friends. I've known Penance for quite a while for years, playing against him, etc. Yeah, everything he says is, is basically true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, he's a cannon. But did he run that past players? Like actually, oh, actually, just right under the bus. I am for it, mate. Yeah, I was listening to talk sport in a group with Paolo Vanazza, so he's a, another one of that. He's yeah. an agent, isn't he? He's an agent now. Yeah, 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 yeah. so we're on a WhatsApp group, and I was listening to talk sport yesterday, and he's just gone. Ah, oh, so one of someone's asked him, well, who, who, um, who, who do you attribute to making you being a drinker? And he's gone Paolo Vanazza. <laughs> he's gone blame all of Paolo. So I've got in the group because Paolo, have you heard this? You heard some talk blame you for drinking. Oh. Basically said you ruined his career. <laughs> but then Paolo's like, it's just funny, man. He just outed everybody. I think it's yeah. one of the most honest. I haven't read it, but some of the extracts are just... Oh, I'm going to read that. Oh, you're afraid to read yeah. it now. <laughs> yeah, I just hope I'm not in it. Special mentions too. Yeah, I want to get married in the summer. That probably over. Uh, but yeah, no, he's... he's I'm gonna read that one. Yeah, that's, that's a definite read, isn't it? Yeah, the Monopoly thing was just having his stitches. Yeah. Like, oh my god, you can't say that. It's me too era for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're, you're gonna have to explain that now. If anyone hasn't heard any of those excerpts, you're gonna have to explain oh, it. Oh, oh, wait, do I have to? <laughs> you, you explain it. I haven't heard it. Yeah. Uh, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. He's very articulate, though. I've seen him get interviewed on what is it like in like morning breakfast TV. 
He's well, they're just holding the ground when they come after him. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, this is probably the, this is what he's done it for, isn't it? Like, this is this yeah. He did. So that's what he's what he's basically said. He said, if I'm going to put it out there, I'm putting it all out there. Yeah. I was just like, I, I just wondered though, the people he's mentioned, does he give them a ring? Does he sit down, Ashley Cole? Why not, <laughs> Ashley, mate? The whole lot. Oh, <laughs> it's all coming. Actually, Cole's still in America, isn't he? He's still in LA, so he's kind of removed from it all. <laughs> yeah. And he's already had his own stuff out there as well. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, the three few threesomes ain't gonna kill no, the reputation. No. He's he's pretty much hated here. Back to Cheryl Cole and yeah, 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 yeah. darling. So yeah. Well, we were gonna do a, a football chat anyway, but mm. I've seen as we've been talking about for five ten minutes, we may as well not even cut. We may just roll straight through. Mm. I know. Go for it. Yeah, there's not much else boxing wise. It's, it's a quiet one. Yeah. So if you if you hate football, as I know some of our listeners do, we'll see you next week. Peace. If you don't, just stay with us now. Mm. So Marcus, I, I can only start one place with you. Last season, like Marcus has gone for like 15 years without scoring. <laughs> <laughs> 15. And then scores what's it back to back. Yeah, two, two weeks in a row. Two, yeah, London buses. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was about what about eighty months without a golf. Yeah, it was like, it was like a running joke in the dressing room. Uh, but it was a, it was a, it was an important one because I think we were, we were down to ten men with three 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 one down no two one down with like I don't know ten minutes ago. Was this the volley? Yeah, yeah. Followed by the run. Crazy celebration. Yeah, trying to find my mum and dad who <laughs> left early. So yeah, no, nah, it was it was a special moment, but more important, we got promoted that season. That was that was what it's all about. Do you know what I mean? That was a big, big moment. I was gonna ask when you were celebrating. I heard a rumor you injured yourself. No, who told you that? I can't really. No. I'm not. Listen, I'm not committing penalty. Find my name in there. Pulled the hammy on that run. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so uh, football talk, right? Obviously, the Premiership came back last week. Yeah. Liverpool fan in the house. Arsenal fan in the house. QPR. Liverpool fan in the house. Yeah. Marcus. QPR. QPR. Yeah, I feel sorry. I've only got to ask Marcus about Ibiri, is he? What, what's a player? Yeah? Yeah. Great player, great kid. Um, he's bound for, yeah, Premier League. At yeah? Some point. Yeah. You think yeah, so? Shadow, yeah. You need, to, you need to ask somebody to know, you know what I mean? Because yeah. we all think, well, he looks a talent, but yeah. you know he's, him. He's the best I've seen, uh, best youngster I've, I've, I've seen. Seen, yeah. That's some praise as well. Yeah, it's some praise. Yeah, but I wouldn't say it to, to, if you if I, if I didn't believe him too. If I didn't think his, his head was gonna get big. Yeah, he seems he's very so grounded. Hard. Yeah, yeah he's such a, such a grounded good kid. Because I know they're starting to look already. Well, I mean, they were looking. He signed a new contract with QPR, but the, mm. the big ones are starting. So mm. he's, yeah, he's a lovely footballer, man. And he's a joy to watch. Yeah, him yeah, yeah. Dive, but he's so easy on the eye. Glides, glides, glides past Brady. We're going down there for a weekend game in a few weeks. So. I think hopefully we'll have a point on the board by then. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Could do. Uh, but you, like, I mean, you're not playing a different level of football up Premier League. I was saying Mo Salah could have six points on the board by now. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys think of that this week? What? What Liverpool? No, the Salah thing with his uh, he's in traffic oh, and yeah. he's driving. So you're, you're, you're the best place to answer this. Like, people are sure banging on his got, window. You've got to. Can you just close yourself away when there's people banging on your window? Can you? He's just. He's actually he's, in traffic though. I know, but if he's just spent the last hour signing autographs, that could go on forever, couldn't it? When you're in traffic, that would just go on forever if you open your window. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying to do it. I'm oh right, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. No, 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 yeah. At some point, you've just got to say right. Yeah, some, some enough's enough at some point, man. Yeah. You're in traffic, you've got to, yeah. Just 
And you see the stories of him coming out of his house when, when he's addressing Egypt got leaked. And instead of like, uh, like just running away, he came out and he just like signed an autograph for like two, three hours. And you see him at games and he's on the pitch 90 minutes afterwards and he's signing autographs of people. Do you know what I mean? Someone like him at a club like that, if you if you don't cut it off, you'll, you'll, you'll be doing it all That's night. It. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, but obviously, as a Liverpool fan, I don't understand why the Liverpool fans then grassing him up for being on his phone. No, it was a club glass. Yeah, oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, wow. it's just I didn't understand that, but there must be some must logic. Must be some logic. And they're not going to try and piss him off. Yeah, trying to get ahead of it, kind of thing. Yeah. But the video come out from a fan, right? But he's not a Liverpool fan. Oh, right, okay. He's not. He's a. Uh, like, you can see, he's oh, this is a Liverpool. Fan. This is a Liverpool. He's probably an Everton fan, was he? No, he's, he's a Man United guy. But what oh, he does, he owns a memorabilia. Like online shop is that true and he, yeah he, okay. he so he just gets kids to sign all these things and then he sells them on his website ah, i see there's videos of him doing it to pep last year and loads of man city players and he was having a go oh, horrible people horrible because they wouldn't sign his things okay and it's just ridiculous <laughs> you know like people they make a business out of that i thing. don't understand these people when they get up in the morning i think this is my agenda today man I'm no, he's, he's chasing this. his car yeah. down the street yeah yeah because he, oh, he's horrible because he won't sign my my bit while he's in traffic and he's trying to sell this stuff as well yeah and that's embarrassing yeah. that's it but some people make like you get a signed shirt yeah good money yeah. <clears throat> mm. you put a sign sticker trying to sign a shirt and suddenly it's gone from being I mean, listen shirts are 70 quid now anyway anyway yeah yeah, yeah. that happened under the radar didn't it shirts going up yeah they got to pay that pump fee somehow like all that sort just of stuff generally football sh- <laughs> but yeah. now that, that every club seems to have like a hundred quid version of a QPR got a pink away kit <clears throat> selling okay. very well I got leaked, didn't it? Because I remember seeing oh, it on mate, Twitter yeah, and yeah, leaked yeah, and everyone yeah. was kicking off about it. That's really selling well. Yeah. yeah. How much it's, is it? Just normal price? It's expensive. No, yeah. it's like 60 odd quid. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think it was. I'm sure it was Chelsea. It was a few years back and they had like two versions of their kit. They had the one that the players actually wear and they had all of the air technology. Yeah. But that's like part, of, that's part of the thing now, isn't it? Like there's the training top you wear to the ground and then mm. one you wear for the warm up and then one you wear out yeah. for the... And everyone's got a different sponsor and all that sort of stuff. mate. Yeah, because that skin tight one really looks good on an average fan, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like, they should not, the club shouldn't be saying they're embarrassing people. But Mourinho's losing the plot already. Like, he's just that guy, mate. Listen, he, he's, he's written a script already for the season. He wants a way out. If it goes any which way apart from they're sitting on top of the table, he's going to fucking walk. See, I, th- I think they could have a good season. They could always have a good They've got a good squad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all you need like is Bumper to do a bit better. You just need a few players to do a bit better. Mm. But are they going to do that under second Mourinho? Year, right? Come second. Yeah. yeah. Are they going to do that under him though? Pogba clearly wants out. You don't get those sort of stories the leaked. Comments that they made without him. If he wants to be there. Yeah, not talking. don't make that offer unless, they, unless they've, they've been, been told. told to do it, make that offer. Yeah, exactly. That's a stupid He's offer. He's captain now. That's bizarre. It's just come out of nowhere. Is that a thing? That's what I wanted to ask a footballer. Um, who was it who was off Hazard, right? So they said, oh, he's going to stay now because Chelsea have offered him the captaincy. Is that even a big deal for a footballer? No. no I, I can't imagine, <laughs> I can't imagine <laughs> it is. Brentford well, haven't 20 got years ago. this season. So yeah, I saw that, yeah, yeah. Pass, they're passing around, didn't they? I saw that. He's got a leadership kind of little mm. click. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't Brazil do something similar in the World Cup? Or like prior to World Cup, or in the World Cup, they were handing it around yeah. the squad and stuff like that. It's a strange Captaincy's not... It, listen, I think a good captain's worth its weight in gold, but it's not the, the be-all end-all. I think the only thing that keeps Hazard at Chelsea is if they pay him more money. Absolutely, simple yeah. Simple as that, really. And do, but do you think there's a thing that a captain, say, as an Arsenal fan, say Tony Adams, how would that sort of personality go down in a Premier League changing room now where everyone's probably a bit more precious than they were 20 years ago at that level? Exactly. I think is it going to go down well if you've got someone shouting and screaming at you? 
I don't think it goes down too well. I think yeah. emergence of obviously there's foreigners in, but now Nike said it's squad's foreign, um, different cultures, mm. they respond differently to how they're taught to. You the plus you've got the fact that you've got youth now today and maybe a little bit different to the youth back then, you know. You know, you see these kids coming to Premier League teams, it's it's all changed. So I don't think shouting and hollering is necessarily the way forward. Mm. I think you've got to be pretty empathetic. Who's um, your captain? And Adam Elad, um, and he, he to be fair, he's a, a really good captain. Uh, he to be fair, he's from the old school. He's not, he's not a shout or a hollower, but he's one of them that he brings everyone together. Mm-hmm. He's always thinking about the boys first, um, and he's like the link between the management and us, and he plays that role really well. Um, but I think the most important thing about the captain is you've got to know that he's got your your yours as players' backs first. He's not he's not mm. a snitch to the to the yeah. to the for the gaffer, and I think you do get those those ones and they, they, they never ever play out as well as the ones that mm. got your backs first mm. so you must have seen I know Rob was saying it before and this is not me saying about age or anything because from when you were coming through the the academy at like QPR and whatnot was it QPR yeah, yeah, yeah so like the change in just the whole of the football world from then to now just oh, must be chalk and cheese now oh no it's completely completely changed like every aspect of it along the professionalism to the social media, to the emergence of kids getting paid crazy money, yeah. like that was never <laughs> happening. It was, it was. I think to be fair, QPR was actually one of the first clubs that was probably paying kids mm. worth far too much. Yeah. And I, that was just I missed out on that unfortunately. <laughs> that was <laughs> one couple of years before me, but I was in the same youth team as a few of the boys. They were getting paid more than. I remember Ian Holloway came to uh, came to the club, looked at everyone's wages, and he went had called a meeting and it was going crazy at the kids which I thought was out of order because it's not their fault they got paid mm, money yeah, of course, that's what you do if you sign a contract but he was saying he was at Bristol Rovers at the time I think they were in League wow. 2 and he was like All your, you, 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 you are more than my captain at Bristol Rovers you ain't touched the pitch once in your life mm. how can this be right and then now that's the norm mm. um, and to be fair Chris Keeler who's passed away um, he I think he saw that was a future um, in the sense of you know pay extra get the best talent mm-hmm. a bit like Chelsea are doing yeah so I think that's the biggest change is, is the emergence of kids getting not, never playing for, for a first team and yeah. getting paid way more than I suppose that probably drives what you were just saying about the culture of how you speak exactly. to players yeah. exactly got, how can you talk to a kid you've got 16 yeah. year olds that are yeah. good money and yeah were you at Wickham when Jordan and I got signed by Liverpool no that was uh, before my time but okay. there's a few guys that are there um it's very hard for a club like Wickham now to keep hold of a kid if they've got a real potential, right? Well, you saw Grotefield close down the academy, didn't they? Yeah. Um, Wickham haven't even got an academy, we've only got a first team, so we've got no B team, not just in the first team. Really? Yeah. No reserve, yeah. nothing? Nothing, yeah. So, wow. Uh, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah, I, I think, I think in, it's, it's difficult, you know, mm. for small teams trying to keep hold of their players. It's just, and it's just trying it's to stay afloat now, isn't it? Uh, yeah. For a lot of clubs, it's just trying to keep your head above water, make sure you're not hemorrhaging. But that's money. why when I see like a kid break through, like that Trent Alexander Arnold, I think mm. that kid, man, to come through it's an academy good, like man. that. Yeah, when they've got all that money, just yeah. go and buy another right back if they wanted to. You know, you you know you're the cream of the cream of the cream. Yeah. Of the if you if you come through nowadays, there's no question of it. But some clubs like Liverpool, especially, they've got that whole you know the scouser mentality. Yeah. They absolutely love it. They had it a few years yeah. ago with uh, Flanagan. Yeah. Obviously, he, he grew up. He could see Anfield out of his bedroom. Yeah, and they love it. It's like, it's like we were talking before about profile and that, like a brand. You need to have that in your 
Mm. That's what they kind of build around that sort of stuff. Mm. So Trent's always like, he's, I can't see, unless he, he falls below the standard, I can't see him leaving to go anywhere else because he's going to be loved by everyone. You know, that kind of Gerard sort of mentality where he's, mm. he's a homegrown boy, everyone loves him, he lives and breathes the club. Mm. As long as they're performing to where, well, sorry, he's performing to where they need him to be. But he's so young, it's so hard to say that. Like, like he's got such a long career that you don't know yeah. like, how Liverpool are going to do in five years' time. And yeah, of course. In the day, it's the same thing, isn't it? But if Real Madrid come along, if anyone, if a big club comes along, I reckon so, if you ask Gerard now, he'd prob- no, he should have left, shouldn't he? He probably should have, but <clears throat> I think you're going to get it. Every so often, you're going to get a player that, that doesn't. Mm. And you think it could like, be him? Gerard will be your sort of one. I reckon if Lampard had gone up through the Chelsea Academy, he probably would have stayed there his whole career, like the John Terry sort of thing. Do Most think, players um, will... will Jump around, but I think it'll be burnout this season because of the World Cup. Yeah, because it was what 23 days between the World Cup final and crazy, isn't it? That's why will that happen? Like, come I I can't imagine only having 23 days, (laughs) that's that's insane to me. Um, one thing I will say they only play once, I think, what is it? Yeah, once a week. It's not like in our league when you've got 46 games plus cup games. So that helps. Is it physical tiredness you're talking about, or is it is it physical tiredness you're talking about, or you just need a break? I think you just need a break mentally, yeah. just to switch off completely. I just think, get out of that yeah, routine. just get out of that routine. I think it's it's important, uh, and I think twenty three days is, is not enough to mm. really you know switch the way off. You can't switch off. You're back at you're back in two weeks. Yeah. it's the way like like Klopp sets them up. They are all out. Like, how on earth is that getting sustained? Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. That's a problem. I, I don't know. I'd love to know what he does in training mm. because, yeah, I, I, I think what he's done now is the right thing. He's, he's increased the squad size. Yeah. That was that's key. Uh, I think his squad rotation is going to be important. But I, to play that intensity for every single game is is really tough. You just want to get him in the cup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it, mate. I've never. Been, I'd love to play there. That would just be a dream come true, man. So yeah, that'd be good. Anfield away finish like Richard Paquette yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he always talks about that, no, that is he one. still playing? mate I think he's had like 40 clubs or something yeah, <laughs> yeah, him yeah. and his cousin Jeff and Saluri oh my God, like, yeah. record, I think it might even be record holders for the most clubs ever in English football where he's wow. been around yeah mercenary he's a mercenary they're playing they're playing pays the bills pays the bills wait for his autobiography yeah some put that so have you had the draw for the second round? Not yet. No, oh, okay. no, 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 no. So I don't think the European teams come into the third round. So see, yeah. yeah, the ones that aren't in Europe will be in there. So which is good. Yeah. So Sean, how confident are you feeling as that? I'm, I'm, I'm hundred percent confident we'll be top four this year. Really? Uh, 100%, yeah. And he said this to me a couple of weeks ago. No, I've been on the Mexican league. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Getting it shipped to the training ground as a figure. I'm hundred percent confident. Really? I, yeah. Based on. Based on how bad our away form was last year, oh, if we only okay. needed to win like two away games this calendar year, we'd have been in the top four pretty much. You see Peter Cech on Sunday though. Oh, he's just not cut out for that style of football, is he? And I, I, it feels like it, think, I can't believe I've just seen this. It mate. feels like that manager's just giving himself an excuse to gradually Drop phase them. him out. Oh, yeah. I think he'll come out soon. Yeah. What because about like Ozil? Um, I love him. I really love him. I just think he's too good for us. I think in the same way Veron was too good for United, I think he's on another level. I don't think everyone else can play the same football as him. Really you think, think he's so. going to fit what? I don't know. I, I don't think it suits him playing on the right. Um, it doesn't really suit him. 
playing with the wide players. He needs people running. Mm. He needs people running, especially on the right. I've, I, McTarian, yeah. I don't think them two work together. Would they give him time, do you think? Like, say Arsenal finish eighth, ninth? I, I wouldn't, personally. I, 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 oh, I, think, really? I think we're genuinely top four this year. Like, I'll be disappointed if we're not in top four. So who drops out of the top four then? Um, Spurs, definitely. Okay. I was, I was saying that anyway. Uh, <laughs> but Spurs definitely. Just that Why Spurs? Just. I think they'll have a shocking start to the season, especially if they have to play another game, the City game. If they can't play the City game at home, if they lose that, they got who is it? Liverpool as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Your game has been moved to, been Wembley. to Wembley. Oh. So you've got so to play they, Liverpool they Wembley. The first ever team in the top flight never not to sign a player. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't it? That yeah. means then well, no, it doesn't mean they're not going to get better, but. But the other teams have improved. Do you know what? It's just the squad depth. I mean, he, he, if, yeah. he, if he can bring a youth player through and he does well, I think that's brilliant. But, but what's it like in a dressing room when someone new does come in? Is it? I think it's always good to have a new, a new face good. in there. Yeah, you need fresh face, change. Like how many change joined your dressing room this summer? We had two new ones, two new ones. Um, yeah, I think he's still trying to add more. Um, no, three one actually, three, but a couple of them have been in the club before. Uh, but I think it just changes the treasury dynamics, a bit of competition. Mm. I think it's important to always keep freshening up. You think you've always got to be shown to be willing, to, wanting to improve. Mm. And Spurs have kind of, I think, have missed a trick there. But if it, I, I believe they keep everyone fit, which is a big if they, they finish top four. So who, who doesn't then? Along with Arsenal, I assume it's not Arsenal. Chelsea. Arsenal. Yeah, it's, it's top six now, isn't it? It is a top six. It is a top yeah. six. I think Chelsea, yeah. But I think Chelsea, yeah, I don't know. It's so tough. I think Liverpool, Man United, City, City are, def- are definite. That's your nail done. That's your nail done. <clears> After <throat> that, I just, just. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not, I'm not saying. I, 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 I think it's the two Manchester clubs are nailed on. Everyone else is fighting for two places. I think Liverpool might flop this year. Really, really, really? yeah. I think their bench on Sunday. I was like, that is a bench now. Yeah. Yeah. Sturridge, I think, is happy now. Come off that bench. Sturridge yeah. you get twenty goals this season. Come off the bench. If, if he gets twenty games, he'll get. Tw- I feel he'll get. Yeah. You know, in and around twenty goals. Yeah. But I just, I said this pre-season. He's been unreal. He's been brilliant. He's been playing. Yeah. He's been training. Klopp said he's training every session at the minute, and he's never done that in his whole three years there. Yeah. And we're all on side with him right now. But I reckon he'll get an injury before the end of the month, and then suddenly, you know, all the doubts come back in. The fans start jumping straight back on you. And I just touch wood that doesn't happen. Yeah. So we said it before like in terms of like naturally gifted goal scorers yeah. mm. he's, 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 he's one of the, the best, best. I'd love it if United dropped out I, like that. I hate Mourinho so much so I, do you know what even up to this point I don't I've got a bad feeling they, they could even win the league this year but Mourinho I just I can't say mm. nobody can anymore no the charm's gone he charmed the whole country when he first came he yeah. did something happened in that period of in Spain I think he's poking people in the eyes man Madrid, yeah. Madrid is the one that's not been the same since Madrid. He never knew a dressing was going to turn on him. Have you ever been in, in like, not wanting to out anybody? Have you ever been in their dressing where you, you just know that the manager's just <laughs> lost, lost everybody? Yeah. I don't know. It's just clear, like, it's the, the t- everyone's um, talking about him. And like, you even see a little percentage drop off of people's, like, work with it. I know it sounds bad but I think I'm a great reliever in any job I think you know if a manager um, can motivate his players or motivate you at work you're going to perform better yeah. if you don't productivity goes down a little bit 
and, and, and that kind of I've seen that once before only the once um, and then yeah I think he got after that game I, I remember I was injured I was watching it from the stands and I was like this is him and then you he got sacked in the week yeah he got sacked in the week yeah but did that uh, just have to do with the manager or was the club a bit poorly run no 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 the club was very well run I think right. just, just 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 the manager decision decision after decision you know we make three or four you know bad decisions um, not only decisions but also disciplinary things where some of the boys are like oh that's not right do you know what I mean so we're, we're now on that player's side and it just just, yeah. just kind of snowballed mm. And then, yeah, and it just, yeah, it cost him his job. Because uh, it seemed like someone like Pardew now, where that man goes with a football career in management, because he's gone into like, went into Palace, West Brom, both dressing rooms were like, get rid of that man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think he's, I don't think he's got the sort of public perception either where he'd be a good pundit or well respected or liked as a pundit either. Mm. I don't think there's many football fans that. Right, and that I just wondered if it was the club environment as well because I look at like QPR the managers and I think the club though has never been yeah. that well run do you know what I mean mm. I just wonder now that Fernandez stepped down today as chairman yeah I saw that yeah I think, I think a lot of the old boys like from what I know Hogan and Lee Cook really like Alex so yeah. that's going to be I think this says a lot about what sort of guy he is do yeah. you know what I mean so how do you feel about like football chairman being on Twitter uh, Wickham chairman on Twitter. Wickham, yeah, he is. He's, oh, yeah, he's, he's, yeah. Um, he's not. He's not too vocal yeah. though. I think it's just about the personality and the person. Mm. It just all depends if you've got this people chairman down on Cafferty who's yeah, like you know, non-stop, non-stop <laughs> like crazy on Twitter. Yeah, and you've got the Fernandez who who I, who I think is uh, at QPR who is from the outside looking in looks like a nice enough guy. Yeah, but yeah. He he just sometimes you know, gets it wrong, some mm. of the things he says at the wrong time, but he means well. Um, so I just think it's about the, the type of character. I've got no problem with um, the chairman being on, as long mm. as he's not commenting too much on team selection and team yeah. affairs. That's when you're undermining the manager and you're, you're, you're putting pressure on the boys. Mm. That must be so awkward. I remember, was it Fernandez? Were you coming back from, I think oh, it was nice. a, a QPR away game? And you, I think they'd lost. And he was sitting in the back and he was like, lots of decisions to make on the way back. And you're sitting there thinking, oh, yeah. you're probably yeah. sat on the coach. Yeah. with your team and with your, your manager remember, right now I remember he, he was our, Ian Taylor used to ask him regularly just come off man. but he mm. used to say because we used to interview him we'd always say to him why are you still on it and he would say because when I came off it so many people from like Malaysia were like we need you back we need to hear about what's going on oh, okay. in Asia and stuff mm. so that was always his comeback usually mm. was well other people want to hear about the other businesses mm. yeah like, probably not though <laughs> no, he loved. He loved. He, he needed to be adored, Fernandez, and he's a love. Mm. He's a really nice guy. I remember meeting mm. him the first time, thinking, really charismatic. But I thought he knows nothing about football, nothing. When he started trying to talk about players, you know. But do you, do, you, about, do you mind that he doesn't know anything about football? That he's yeah. You do because he was selecting. No, but I mean, if he wasn't doing all the other stuff, you wouldn't mind that he didn't care about or didn't know much about. Like I'm thinking about Arsenal now with the Cronkies. It was just a disaster though because two went hand in hand with, with Fernandez. Yeah. Because he was trying to be nice and he was trying to talk about football. And it was like Probably one of the trying to talk about football. Yeah. yeah, found out pretty quickly though. Yeah, know. like just be just be a nice guy, but stop it. Stop like he, I remember him saying one day to us about it was Michael Doughty, who might mean nothing to you two. Mm. And he was like 
he's a fantastic defender. He's a fantastic defender. He plays such a good field, right? <laughs> and you're just sitting there going, he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And then he's come out of the room and like the press office has gone, it's the third interview. Can you just write midfield? Because that's what they're dealing with. They're always having to put out his you know, when he started yeah. trying to talk about the club and managers and stuff, you're just like, he hasn't got a clue. No idea what he's talking about. It's a strange one because it, like Sean, it's not really so much a problem as long as you're not putting yourself out there as a person. So that's where he that was does doing that. On top of it, he was then putting out tweets about players and this one. I think he like, I think he threw on the youngsters under the bus that left during the summer. One of the Ever- lad went to Everton and he threw right. him under the bus, and then the players come back and said, like, yeah. So basically, he's got hammered the last few weeks because they've signed one player. Mm. and I think that was the final straw he needs to be told yeah we love you Tony blah, yeah, blah, blah. he needs to be loved doesn't he yeah um, so, sorry, sorry, so as a player do you have a lot of like interaction with the owner of a club is that sort of one you would see uh, it, again it depends on the, the, the type of owner you've got you've got really hands on owners or you've got owners that uh, you know leave it to the manager and, and direct to the football whoever it is in charge and at Wickham the, the, the setup is it's a fan owned club yeah. Um, so it's a really family atmosphere and the, the chairman's around quite a lot Don't, he, he never really gets involved in, in any sort of football decisions etc but he'll just come over and say hello and, and that's it but then at the QPR you've had lots of Palladini and people mm. like that who you would have been there on the Palladini yeah I was there Palladini I some funny stories about <laughs> that guy but uh, he'd be there every day at training or, and at games he's in the dressing room and you know and arm around you arm around players and, and tell them how great they are whilst other hands doing that you know what yeah. I mean so it's just listen it's, it's just about the, the type of owner um, for me personally I think generally owners unless they do know about football should stay well out of it and employ someone mm. to do that to yeah. do that for them yeah that's what, that's the ideal way of doing it do you think you'll stick around football when you finally stop yeah I think I will yeah, yeah definitely want to stay in the game uh, in some format um, yeah Unless his job would be good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Director of football, that's my kind of aim. Are you going to go down point. that route, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, my, that's the route I want to go down. Um, so, um, yeah, just working towards that now. Um, Doing all the yeah. badges and the courses. Yeah, the badging and courses and stuff, yeah. So, yeah. trying to get. Yeah, How do you find time to do all this stuff, Marcus? Because you're, you're still playing. Yeah. You podcasting, are, isn't it? You're podcasting, podcasting yeah. two pros and a pod. You have to yeah. give a shout out for you yeah. in a minute. Uh, you've got, you're, you're an ambassador for. Toke Football UK is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Business developed for that. So yeah, listen, I like to keep myself busy. I think obviously everyone knows as a footballer, a lot of downtime. So yeah. I like to make sure that's put to good use. Uh, so yeah, fingers in a few pies. How do you feel? Sorry, how do you feel about say Lampard going at Derby now? How does that go down in a dressing room when someone something like that happens? Uh, uh yeah. For me, I I, I was surprised. Um, mainly because I know I don't want to go into this but the bit BAME whole BAME situation black and neck minority football coaches I remember I was speaking to a few uh, player managers and people in the game um, not too long ago about the whole Darren Moore situation how mm. he basically kept almost mm. kept him up one I don't know yeah. five they were definitely playing games, for him anyway playing right? for him etc and was, they were they were trying to not give him the job mm. almost wasn't they that, it took him like weeks to get that job and I was thinking to myself that's not right he was like I mean, manager of the month there. manager of the yeah. month yeah. he's been there f- from the 20th, 18th 23s assistant yeah. manager players loved him players loved him yeah. and he still didn't really want to give him that job mm. you know everyone else was getting touted for it and then someone like Frank Lampard 
walks straight into a job. Steven Gerrard goes to top, top club, straight yeah. to Rangers. Listen, I'm 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 a great believer in you should be putting hard yards in, and then you get the job. Um, obviously, there's outstanding candidates every now and then. I don't think Lampard had a coaching position, um, so yeah, that's my kind of my my view on it personally. I think you should have some sort of coaching role generally before you get a job. In any other industry, it's not going to happen. So why football any yeah. different? Do you know what I mean? Expect results. So as a player in the dressing room there, say you're at Derby. There'll be people in there who feel like that. Yeah. Like at Derby. Yeah. There'll be players, yeah, you, you, you think there would be people like that. Um, I think that's kind of get a feeling he's going for a younger squad, right, which okay. kind of negates mm-hmm. that. Yeah, um, as soon as you say the name Lampard, everyone's like, oh, everyone's in awe of yeah, you. Yeah. Whereas older players, you've got to show me, okay, you're a great player, but you're two years older than me. Yeah, you're two years older than me, and yeah, what experience do you actually have? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's why he's gone for a young squad. That's a smart thing to do. I think for a new manager, it's always smart for a young new manager to to try and go down that route rather than having old heads, yeah. you know, around. Yeah, you, you, Yeah, they're easier to mould younger players, and they're not challenging you so. Good luck to him. Um, Jody Morris, on the other hand, on the other hand, has been with the 18s, 23s, won the Youth Cup how many times? Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, why can't he step, mm. up? step up? Why didn't he get a nod? It's just, it's just, yeah. So. But then what about someone like, you know, Grant McCann got the job at Peterborough, yeah. Ronan sacked? Like, where do you go I there? I couldn't believe that one. Oh, sh- it's like, what kind of message that's sending out to mm. young coaches um, so we've got Craig Mikel Smith on our team who's married to Barry Fry's daughter and I remember asking him um, about that and he was like there's nothing to like, Barry had nothing to do with it he would have probably kept him as a chairman right. but right. at the time I think they were like just a couple of points outside the playoffs that's right, yeah. get sacked uh, playing great football by all accounts mm. we played against a Doncaster team and it would be us 3-0 at the weekend um, so at least he's got another job but for a lot of managers Mm. <laughs> you ain't getting another job no so he's fortunate in that sense uh, but he deserved it after what he'd done mm. um, yeah I think do you feel like you've had to survive in football like do you feel like you've had to like develop serious oh no life? football you have to be so thick skinned mm. uh, it's, it's did you ever think about just chucking it in only, only one point when I was at, um, at Blackpool um, I was signed played there for um, six months um, then signed a two and a half year deal and probably played about 15 games that two and a half years. I was up in Blackpool, miles away from everybody. Mm. Just like, what is the point in this? I said to myself, listen, if I don't get a team back in London, I'm, I'm not going to hit. It's not worth it. And mm. um, that was probably my darkest period. Um, but what if I could survive that? I thought to myself, I could survive anything. So now, nothing. It's just water mm. from ducks back now. I don't just get on with it. Yeah. Uh, but generally, that, that, listen, there's a lot of depression in football for because it's testing. It's mm. really testing. You, you, Especially the lower leagues, you don't know when you're gonna be out of a job. End of the season, you're you're always looking for a new club. Am I gonna get one? Then you've got doubts about how good I am. It's just so many different God, yeah. beatings you're taking. And I guess like I mean? so so much downtime is time on your own to think about time stuff. Time to think about it. Then you turn to gambling, possibly. Listen, there's just there's so many. Yeah, it's not as easy as it sounds. It sounds mm. great being a professional football, which it is. I'm um, real blessed to do it, but it is testing mentally as well. Yeah, for sure. Because I've heard like ex-pros say they don't want nothing to do with it once they stop. Yeah, no, I can I can fully understand that. It's a it's you know a lot of, a lot of my my friends and peers like say the same thing. Like as soon as I come out, I want to do something completely different. Just mm. get out of it. Um, so I understand that. Mm. So. You mentioned Blackpool. 
like without going into specifics what what is it like obviously they're going through some real weird times with the way the clubs run is it uh, is it crazy it's the uh, are you there with the oysters yeah oh wow still there um, they're I, still there yeah. yeah so they're trying to get them out so we played them the first game of the season um, and fans were coming over and telling me the stories it's, it's not changed one bit since right. I was there so oh, okay. they've been to the Premier League um, pe- people were still washing their kit pad in the Premier League do you know what I mean these guys have just literally invested nothing in that yeah. club training grounds apparently exactly the same um, not done nothing to it just taking all the money out of the club and just putting their pockets and there's been a lack of investment I feel really sorry for the fans mm-hmm. because even then they were trying to get me out and that was 10 well, probably 12 years ago yeah. do you know what I mean and yeah. He's just clinging on that, and and to be some some of it seems like it's out of spite as well. Yeah, he's, he's really old. Really out of spite. Yeah, he's really old. Yeah. I remember stopped like just coming out of the ground, and he was hated at the time. It wasn't him; it was his son in charge because mm. he's not allowed to own it because he went to jail. That's right. Mm. So I think it's Carl. Carl, yeah. Carl yeah. yeah. So his son, well, his son was basically this. Is the sort of thing you should do. He's a Ferrari drop top, and obviously. No investment in the club. You got fire drop to play. Not only that, you're revving it yeah. and you're speeding past everyone, letting everyone know you've got it. Nearly running people over. Do you know what I mean? It's just listen. FA have got a lot to answer to because mm. this fit and proper person. Yeah. it's not a real test, is it? We've seen that over the last few years. Eh? No, it's not. It can be evaded. It can get. You can get around it. Yeah. You only got to look. Was it Leeds? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That can be filled in every year, and yeah. it's. Mm. I find it interesting that you know, um, Bielsa at Leeds had mm. to get a reference. Of Pochettino in front of Kenny Jacket and Stuart Ripley <laughs> to say, yeah, we should let him manage in England. I was like, what? Wow. We and should let him manage. What do you mean? Then? They were going to decide whether he should be allowed to the manage. FA. Yeah, and these were the two people that they were put in front of. And he had to go in front of them and he got a reference from Pochettino. And I thought, the people they let run football clubs and you've got a guy that's like managed all over the world and he's got to sit in front of them and get references. It's a weird system mm. the FA in this country. Yeah, it's, it's a broken system on a lot of different levels. On every most oh, it really levels, is. On most levels. Lower down you get to the worst. I remember when I was covering Hendon and they got to a playoff final and there'd been an eligible player played in the semi final and the league probably ended six weeks before they played the final. They just couldn't sort it out. Couldn't work out what they were gonna do. Went on and on and on. They lost they lost them. Yeah. Unbelievable, isn't it? I mean I just remember like calling the FA every day going, no, we haven't had a meeting yet. Yeah, it's like, it's serious reform the FA, man. It's like on every level, it's just, uh, yeah. for me, it's shambolic. It should just be, it needs to be ripped up to start it again. Mm. Yeah. It's run by old white men in suits. Well, if you've got Kenny Jacket and Stuart Ripley deciding the Leeds manager. I can't believe this story, because there's so much been written about well, at the moment. Why, why was that, though? Because So maybe these are, because he's Argentinian. Ah, got you, yeah, 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 yeah. that's what it'd be. That's what it would be. So Pochettino had written. And Stuart Ripley's some sort of visa expert. Stuart Ripley <laughs> and Kenny Jacket. And he had to sit in front of them and put over his case for why he should be able to manage them. <laughs> 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 I'm not thinking what's going on there. And I love Kenny Jacket. That's mm, one yeah. of my favourite uh, managers I've played on. But yeah, that's, that's insane, yeah. It's yeah. not the people, it's, just, it's not their fault, is it? No, no, no. no, 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 no you get over the job, you take it, yeah. Yeah. Well, you've got a manager, yeah. you're like, your owners you're letting come into, like, how yeah. does that system, that who are they sitting in front of? Because maybe Listen. if you sat there in front of Kenny Jacket, yeah. it's yeah. Really they would like, do you know what I mean? Like pound notes, mate, and that's what it all comes down to, man. It all comes down to money. Which is a shame, that's what football's gone, and listen, that needs to go back to... Do you think it might go bust? 
Is there any chance that it just gets too big and these clubs just can't? Do you know what I mean? They're being so poorly run. I'm amazed more clubs haven't gone out. I think that will, I think it will, but I think I think that's why Germany have got it good, don't they? Like Bayern just bail a team out probably once every fifteen years. Like that's happened to Dortmund even. That's why Dortmund, I think, don't mind selling their best players to them every now and again because they they would have gone bust without Bayern. Right. So Bayern have always sort of saved teams going out of business. Mm. It's basically just buyers' relations, doesn't it? But it keeps the league going as well. And I think yeah, I know Arsenal say we play with boring wood every year but it's not enough I, I, no, I think there should be, be yeah. there, there oh, should be more relationships like every Premier League team it's like a buddy yeah. system or something like that like, yeah. just ha- have a club where you fund the club but like, it doesn't agents, cost that much to fund um, I did up until about three or four years ago um, just do it myself now yeah. yeah 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 yeah. but I'm close with loads of agents who have a lot of them going to that field of ex-players mm. um, but yeah the agent fees are crazy but I, I think there needs to be some sort of tax and the money's not trickling down I'm not talking about just to Arsenal level, I mean below that grassroots, yeah. etc. They're talking about selling Wembley, Wembley Stadium, but mm. I think there's got to be a more efficient way of doing it. Maybe just tax one percent of transfers or something. Mm. You know what I mean? Or do you, you know, it's going to bring in so much money. Yeah, I mean it would, wouldn't it? <laughs> it's just, it's a, you know one I mean? massive transfer, and that's how much. Yeah. For these, these grassroots clubs, grassroots clubs, you've just got to do something because it's just. It's and you've got kids turning up and they can't play on the pitch because it's that's frozen. The, that's the goals. They've got no nets. Water flooded and it's just yeah. It's not, how can that be right? Do you know what I mean? Around the corner, there's a player getting, you know what I mean? Listen, we all had it when we were growing up. You play and then you yeah. turn up on a pitch. There's sand everywhere. There's not hardly any grass out. Yeah. We've got no nets this week. We've got no linesmen. Mm. <laughs> We've got no ref. Yeah. Someone stands doing it. You know you're saying about like, the third round of the, the League Cup, right? So mm. what's best for the club? To play a home game and get Liverpool to your ground or play away and get more money presumably is it or is that the way it works or yeah the club the club would be wanting 100% away time mm. yeah financially it, it keeps the club on a level playing for, for a couple mm. of years and do you know the boys as well would rather that Absolutely. I think unless you're playing like a team that you, you really think listen I'm not saying we couldn't beat them but you really think you've got a chance against and you say okay let's go at home do yeah. you know what I mean but um, to lose to Liverpool at home you'd rather lose it away if you're gonna you want to get the experience, get the experience the there's yeah. got to be ways for the Premier League clubs to just give money away. Just, just, there's just so, much, just so there, much money. There's so much. Isn't it? When Arsenal have had Debussy on the bench, like not oh even on the God, bench, like seventy grand there. a week. No, he's gone. He's gone this this summer. Last, no, last summer. He's on like seventy grand a week. Can't get since two thousand fourteen. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? So, who are the big clubs in League One that you're going to be going away to? Sunderland. Oh, oh, yeah. Wow, that's a big that's one. Yeah, Charlton, a big one. What's there? Yeah, I think they're the biggest two. But you're looking forward to that coach up to Sunderland. Yeah, it's a long one that mate. A really long one. Yeah. Portsmouth's a good one. And I want mm. you just you need three points in it because otherwise that coach back. Yeah, that journey, <laughs> that journey back, man. If you yeah, if you don't, it's, it's, it's never nice to coach me. Is there more football played in League One than two? Um as in technically. Yeah. Uh yeah, definitely. I think I think the top four or five teams in League uh, League Two. Uh, play football and then I think majority of teams in, in league in league one will, will try and play right yeah okay. I think we probed you quite a lot today mm. yeah <laughs> <But> it's, <laughs> interesting. as you said last time on you it's, it's great to get an insight so we, we've strayed away from we've, we've differed from boxing and actually concentrated on the kind mm. of football side of it today yeah. and it's a lot of stuff that we are genuinely I've never and we've been friends for a long time yeah. and I've never heard these sort of things before it's really interesting to find out yeah no, no. and I know Rob's obviously been at work, and yeah, he's worked in the industry for a long time, and 
like I think it's nice just to be able to ask like basic questions. Like I think we've had when we had Jess Smith and just asking about it, like an average day. A lot of people like yeah. a lot of people love football, but they don't actually understand what happens. Like, what time do you go to training? What, what, like, all mm. that sort of stuff. Like, what do you do after training? And like, obviously, some boxers go to work, then they go mm. training in the evenings. Training, yeah. It's like there's a lot of stuff that doesn't get out there. Yeah, I think around the boxing stuff, that small hall scene, the stuff that goes on before fights and the, the changes of opponents, and the, we we get that Jeez. all the time. They always tell us it's crazy. We had a fight planned. <clears throat> like three months and they mm. might have had six or seven opponents interchange yeah. throughout and you know, they change it the last day but the ones you want to get fighting. is the, uh, the coaches mm. they're the ones that tell me the stories you know? the coaches the stuff that goes on with boxes and not training the excuses <laughs> fuck it mm. no names or what's, what's a good excuse then Tommy Ake I like that <laughs> Tommy Ake yeah professional athlete yeah I've got Tommy yeah, Ake <laughs> <laughs> That's something I say to myself when I don't want to go for a run. Yeah, <laughs> so that's not just for a run. That's like no one cares if I don't go. Pro, yeah, like progressing and can't make it. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Right. yeah. And yeah, on Instagram, there ain't no tummy ache. No, you don't like soup stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I do it for the gram. We all do it. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I've taken up enough of your gentlemen's evenings. So thank you very much for joining us, Rob. Thank you very much, Marcus. Yeah, we will definitely be getting you back in again. Marcus, where can we get your pod? Two Fours and a Pod is on uh, all major outlets, mate. Yeah. Uh, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud. Yeah. Weekly. Weekly. Tune though. in. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ish. ish Weekly-ish. <laughs> right. So yeah, check out Marcus's pod. Um, Rob, when are you going to come back with us again? After the, all of September, I come in October after we've had the big month. Awesome. Mm. Yeah. Right then, we'll wrap up. I assume that we'll have our other two teammates back next week. Yep. They're all back on their holidays now. Hopefully we've got the fight signed. Fury Wilder. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll have plenty to discuss next week. Marcus's hat trick at the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> no, yes. pressure, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. Alright then boys, so we'll be back next week and thanks very much for joining us guys, we'll see you again soon and thanks for listening, peace. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable and I'm just ferocious, I want your heart, I want to eat his children.